Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous depths of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I'm joined, as ever, by Robbie, Hitchhiker's Guide, Bellicom, Sam, mm-hmm. Hitchhiker's Ride, Burns, and Ellie, Hitchhiker's Hide, Sparrow. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> welcome to episode 42. Oh, yes. Yes, all flintlocks and fireballs. This is the meaning of life. How exciting. I love that we're on episode 42. It's making my nerd brain so happy. Yep, we have yes. ca- we've carried on this, I mean, this weird little thing for a number of months. Episodes. 42. Also, I mean, this is like weeks ago for the listeners, so Ten months? I doubt that you'll care because this is like ages ago yeah. now. But we've just hit 20,000 downloads and we're Woo! really excited. Ah! So, yeah, that happened. Uh, which is actually an excellent segue uh, for us to ask future Jason, how many downloads are we on in your time? Millions, obviously. Obviously. So tell us, future Jason, what messages from the present? According to our stats past Jason, we're on 28.4 thousand well done past us and a big thank you to all of our stowaways who keep tuning in every week to our weird little dungeons and dragons show and filling our hearts with so much love it's future jason so let's get to those messages from the present libris arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions head over to librisarcana.com and for less than 12 us dollars just under nine quid you'll receive a set of seven premium dice and one randomly selected bonus die every month to sate the will of the die hungry beast below this month's set is snowblind a libris arcana exclusive set only 1,000 sets of Snowblind will ever be produced. A set of beautiful, translucent, white-tinted dice with a matte finish and glitter within, giving it the appearance of a snowstorm in progress. We here at Flintlocks and Fireballs like nothing more than to take our Libra's O'Connor dice sets and play our favourite game with them. Sex bots of, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons. If you're a millennial like me, in that you were confusingly born before the actual millennium but after the generation that grew up expecting 2015 to have hoverboards, space Pepsi and flying cars, you probably grew up in the 90s! And in the spirit of our youth, or at least my fading youth, more and more distant every day, here's our very own 90s style ad for Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, you! What? Me? Uh, sure, I guess. You know what's more fun than slime, gunk, and TV shows where you get vengeance on poor parenting? Literally nothing. Wrong! It's D&D. I love TNT. It's my favorite explosive. Not TNT. D&D. Or Dungeons and Dragons. You can swing swords, steal gold, engage in complex political machinations, cry bitter tears, die in a variety of grisly ways, and more. Perfect for kids like you. I'm in my 30s. Oh, uh, I'm actually a risk management advisor for a major bank. Well, I'm sure that you and your kids will have a lot of, I don't plan on having kids. Can my husband and I play with our three golden retrievers? Probably. I'm not really sure how they would roll the dice, but you know what? Go for it! You can also play with your friends! Why not listen to our mascot, Dunny the Dragon? Oh, if 
You want to play with friends and see them all meet grizzly ends. Then come play Dungeons and Dragons and kill them all with glee. Dungeons and Dragons from TSR and Wizards of the Coast. Best played with Libris Arcana dice available worldwide. I put on my robe and wizard's hat. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at The Roaring Trainers during the break this episode. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. It's time for my musical outro. It's that time when we send our minds forward to the past, when we ask ourselves what messages. Um, I'm the trumpet. <laughs> Well, of course, yeah. That that is that is a message to, to send back to the past. Mm. Uh, I also definitely asked messages to the past in that little song there. Uh, <laughs> past you just woke up, bought up right in the middle of the night. Uh, what paradox? <laughs> uh, wait, we were talking about paradoxes a few episodes ago. We were. Just imagine the camera slowly zooming in on Jason's terrified face. No, the camera is slowly <laughs> zooming in on the microphone now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. The oh, microphone little... gives an uncaring expression of you. Aww. Yeah, I'm an octopus. Shrugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Speaking of ambivalent octopus, uh, we are uh, we have two weeks of downtime coming up. Uh, so, uh, unless there's anything else we want to raise in the here and now, then it is. Nope. Oh, there. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, let's give a pause for present, uh, for present, Ellie. <laughs> what no, messages from right now? I think anything that would be announcing for soon would have already been announced. Yeah, so. Awesome. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. So, uh, with that in mind, it's time for Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the revolution, it seems, has reached a stable point. After infiltrating the Mirrored Palace, uh, successfully breaking into the private quarters of King Leon XIII uh, de Sulois of uh, Seoul, and not only stealing his iron chest full of uh, highly compromising documents, but also misplacing his gold, solid gold chamber pot. I mean, I don't know if it was solid gold, but let's imagine. Wait, no, this is all imaginary. It was solid gold! It was a <laughs> solid gold <laughs> chamber pot! Uh, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be. I mean, given how so the rest of the palace was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the... <laughs> The it's only gold foiled on the outside, uh, but anyway, uh, even less practical. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the inside is smooth ceramic, easy to clean. Mm. Um, mm. 
and actually full of um, leavings, uh, as you discovered when you put it when you put it into the hidden uh, location. <laughs> I'm going to start referring to shit as leavings. Oh, leavings! Yes. I will say as I miss the bus. Sorry, I'm going to shut up so you can carry yeah. on with the previous. Uh, <laughs> after retrieving those documents, not only did this enrage and embarrass the king enough to essentially discharge the entirety of the Ebon God and send them uh, to the south of the nation. Uh, uh, on a different mission, leaving the uh, Mirrored Palace somewhat less defended than it otherwise would have been. Uh, your actions also allowed the uh, Assembly to make several key arrests and uh, shift the tide of public opinion prior to the arrival of the... Uh, Military forces under the command of Colonel Marchamistson, sorry, Machamistson, uh, resulted, and so the ensuing fight outside of uh, Alessant was much shorter and less bloody than it otherwise would have been, and soon resulted in uh, capture. Uh, well, not capture so much as uh, a tacit surrender on the part of the king, uh, who has now moved with the royal family into Alessant proper uh, to stay as a permanent guest in the courts of justice, uh, legitimising the National Assembly in the process. You also recovered um, from the uh, hiding place a vial of regenerative fluid, which was used to restore the uh, missing, well, not missing, but cripplingly uh, damaged eye of Leah Liadon, uh, which began a process of uh, two weeks, that's two Chalcinian weeks, so 20 days of downtime. So let's pick up there. All right, so Celestia, uh, following on from what you said last week, uh, can you spend the next two weeks um, practicing your fire breathing? Yep. And going on dates with going Leah. On dates. That's what I do for most of the time. I'm either breathing fire or I'm going on dates with Leah. That's what's happening. <laughs> Some of that's well, on bullshit. Well, I mean, like, not necessarily, you know, you know yeah. date dates, but, but I you spend I basically time with... every morning go, Leah, what do you want to do? And we go and see whatever she wants. A lot of that is sail on a ship and be a surgeon. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, with the with the other... Any free days we have. But yeah, every free day you have, every, any, whenever you're in port, until um, eventually making uh, uh, and uh, that continues for some time yes cool okay so Scamp what would you like to do over the next couple of weeks uh, so yeah I want to try I want to find the Grimanis Jesus yeah. you do quite easily uh, they are in Hornelli as promised and uh, just a, 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 after finding Sweet Ah, you want to find out where they went to? Come, follow sweet. Uh, he leads you to a uh, to a few rooms where they're uh, uh, where they've uh, holed up in the hotel. In fact, uh, that Gavel runs. Um, the Gramanis as a whole are very very happy to see you. Well, says Justice. I'm glad to. I'm glad. I was glad to hear that the uh, fighting didn't go on for too long didn't spill into things and i'm wondering whether uh, as seems to be the case uh with your interesting life you had anything to do with that nothing at all (laughs) (laughs) still things are interesting here yeah 
I'd heard that uh, there were a lot of us here in Alessant's. It does seem to be a lot, I think. Is this this feels like a lot? A fair Is this few. A lot? I've heard that uh, there are other places, but certainly uh, an enclave. This this is a good good a goodly sized enclave. The once there were there. I heard that uh, before we moved into uh, Crosswater, there was a similar enclave, but it before um, well purchase. Uh, so it is good to see this one is still alive and well. It's good. Um, and I feel like this might be a good place to stay. Like things might be changing here. Hmm. It's certainly a place to rest for a while, and perhaps there is definitely a future to be had here in uh, within Seoul. But I suspect. Once we've gotten more of our grounds here, we may move on a little bit. Try and find uh, the next. Try and find somewhere we can set up a bit more. The fact is, I've been doing cr- I've been doing crime for a long time, <laughs> and the crime here, there's not a lot of space for us no. to get into what we're used to. Maybe somewhere else if the it's a little uh, crazy, but I have been hearing that, uh, well, not surprisingly, what's left of Kion, a lot of the gangs have been flourishing there. It might be that uh, we may look into moving into working there for a time. There's someone here you should meet, though. He's in the army, but he wants to help. Okay. And I think he should meet Wisdom. Alright. If you believe this person can be trusted, perhaps we can arrange a meeting. And Wisdom and I will go and we will see what can be seen about this person. I trust your judgment. Oh, (laughs) that's scary. I mean, I'm also going to use my judgments. Don't get me wrong. Yes, but... please do. <laughs> <laughs> but if you trust them, there must be something to them. He wants to help. He wants to make things better. All right. If that would be... If it'll make things better for wisdom. Certainly. Oh, and I've got lots of money if she needs money for books. You know that that would be appreciated, but let's see how things go first. Uh, we'll need to. I think thought you were uh, able to give her quite a few, and she's still working her way through some of the uh, rituals you passed her, and they are apparently very complex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but she's she's doing all right. She start, she's already um, figured out how to do that whole disc thing, which is very strange, but very helpful. Is she about? Sure. You know what, why don't I give you some time? And um, he shows, 
you to the room where actually wisdom and uh hope uh are staying but uh hope is out uh doing what she does best which is relieving people of their money mm-hmm. hello hi i got your letter i'm glad um hope uh, delivered it for me it was the best place we thought we could find you it worked and and they've got a magic school here and maybe in a few years things are getting better you never know maybe you could learn here I hope so there's some people you should meet though okay one of them is the president now? And he might be busy, <laughs> but... Um, he's big at the university, or he was. I assume he still is. I assume because of the president, probably still. Ah. <laughs> yeah, he might be able to help. Not just for you, like for everyone. I don't think father would uh, would they would they believe it that but you know what I'm not him let's I've been working through the uh, book you gave me can I see yes uh, so I've been working on this one so I managed to get hold of some of the mercury and uh, over the next ten minutes, she be, she she does a slightly unsteady version. Or well, actually, no. Over the next half hour, because it collapses twice, uh, mm-hmm. she manages to create the floating disc. It's smaller than yours, a bit thinner. Doesn't seem to support as much weight, but that's amazing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Do you have any books that I could borrow? I mean, on like theory stuff. Stuff I don't really know. Or history or sure. anything about magic. Because got... I don't actually know anything. She pauses for a moment. Would you like me to read them with you? Yes, please. Okay. I'd be happy to do that. We should... We'll set up some time every day. And there's a nice place on the rooftop here. We can sit in the sun. We can go flying again if you like. I would love that more than anything. (laughs) (laughs) I can make you invisible too. What? (laughs) Not at the same time as flying, but still. But invisible! Yeah. I can make us both invisible for like a minute. <laughs> that is long enough <laughs> for what I have in mind. Tell me, have you ever been to an ice cream parlor? No. They have one in the city. Let's get ice cream. 
And then let's let's get ice cream while we're invisible, and then eat it while flying. <laughs> sounds that like sounds amazing. Literally the best day. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just can't even. This is so cute. Physically dying. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> you and me both. Over the next couple of weeks, you make a couple of quiet introductions. The justice is a little suspicious, both of. Uh, Savat, you can't really spare more than five minutes to meet them because president now. Yeah. Uh, and Miss and Hugh really also can't, but makes time to, but, but deliberately makes time to spare uh, forty-five minutes to talk with them, especially with a uh, wisdom. Again, justice is a little suspect, but wisdom is more willing to trust them. She seems certainly seems to believe that there's a chance. You spend most days with wisdom. Uh, some of them flying, some of them invisible. Some of them bo- both, but not at the same time. And you make a lot of progress. Can you give me three intelligence rolls, please? Ha! Uh. Hmm. Can I tides one of them? Yes, you can. I mean, you can tides each of them, but I'm going to make you roll a d100 after each one. <laughs> I'll tides the oh first God. one and see what happens. Okay, the first one's a 13. Okay, so give me a d100. Uh, 20. Okay. Sounds uh, bad. You, uh, it does feel black, bad, doesn't it? Black oil bursts out of every pore in a weird... Oh in a weird resemblance to that time blood poured out of every pore when you set off Celestia, that trap. Celestia, I made a mess! <laughs> yeah. Like, where no, is this No, happening? you're calling out and you realise Celestia is off on a date with Leah. Or... Oh, no. <laughs> Can I roll a luck check to see if Corson is present? Another chase Yep, roll a luck check to see if Corson <laughs> just happens to be around on this occasion. Eight. No. <laughs> no, you have to clean it up yourself. Yeah. He's off and... banking his other thousand yeah. gold he's just made. Me and Leah are off getting ice cream, which I imagine neither of us have had. Yeah, after so, after yeah, Scamp informs that. you that that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Scamp tells us we're like we're going uh, right. Leah now. <laughs> has had ice cream, but only in but only in the Tyrian states, <laughs> not not this far north. Um, it's rough, uh, second one, you can tides it, but it will cause a, a surge. <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. Okay. Oh, no. Stupid. <laughs> Uh, that's a dirty 20! Way! Nice. Hey! Okay, and give your roll the D100. Uh, this is such a bad idea! <laughs> 52! Okay, uh, the weirdly, uh, halfway through reading, uh, several of the books scatter away as just a weird sort of sh- uh, hemisphere of force bursts into existence for about a minute, shoving everything you try to reach away from you. Oh. <laughs> and one more. Oh. Up to you if you want to tie so it. good. I, I'll sod it. I'll do it. Okay. There's <laughs> only a 12. Okay. And roll D100. Oh, I'm going to find a different D100. I feel like using the same one is tempting fate for some reason. 80. 80. And at one, oh, at like one, one. point, you explode into flower petals. And butterflies. <laughs> you you and Wisdom spend about ten minutes trying to catch them <laughs> before they fade away. Aww. That's cute as. That's really cute. You gain proficiency in Arcana, and your reading <laughs> comprehension significantly improves. Hey! 
You also spend a lot of time with, with wisdom, and the two of you grow quite close. No. So wholesome. Causin. <laughs> uh, yes. How do you want to spend the two weeks? Well, I want to see if the um, uh, if the helmets actually work. Testing yes. them out. Not in a in a blanked area. You pretty quickly find that yes, they do. They talk to each other. You can talk to each other. There is yeah. a hidden rune on them that you need to find and touch while you talk. Fair. You have okay. a lot of time to experiment, and you do eventually find yeah. them. They only work within about five hundred feet of each other, and they broadcast to all. Uh, to when you test it with both of, with one of them, it broadcasts to both of the others within well as long as they're within five hundred feet of the one okay. broadcasting and receiving. That's useful mm. to know. That's certainly you know going to be useful like when we're not in direct plain sight of each other. And it's They're, certainly much further than we can shout. You are also able to carefully break one of them in such a way as to accommodate Scamp's horns. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, that's very good. The other thing I was going to say was um, I am going to uh, take one of the, uh, the plus one sabers and just mm. use it as uh, uh, my off hand weapon from now on. Yep. So I'll you just do that with the plus sell one. the mundane one. Yep. But also I'm gonna say to Celestia now, um I'm not forcing you here. I understand if you feel this is distasteful, but th- this is a good sword and uh possibly a little bit more effective than the one that you've currently got. Yeah Ugh. I mean, if not, I will just happily sell it, and we'll say I no more that's about it. Really but... sensible because it is better, but it Evan Guard weapon, I'm I'm good. Like I said, I had to give you the choice. No, thank you, I appreciate it, but no, you're all right. <laughs> you want to keep the longbow though, or the um, whatever they. Call I might it actually called. just restring mine with yeah, the string with the from string. that bow, and Fair. then sell that one. Because okay. mine is, well, frankly, if we're going to describe mine, mine is a bit like an Ebon Guard one, but slightly fancier, hmm. and um, okay. with the same symbol that is on Leah's arm on it. Hmm. Ah, okay. Um, uh, it's actually a little. Uh, it, it's uh, that uh, R shape. Oh, well, Elven R inside a five pointed star is the full symbol on, the, yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah, but it's got one of them on it and yeah. it's just slightly fancier I mean mechanically it's no different but it's yeah. not your bog standard yeah, fair. Um, but yeah so I'll just restring mine and yeah. give you the bows well, I'm going to sell the three bows yeah, and um, one of the uh, yeah because we, we had the three sabres as well didn't we yeah so so three, one of the... uh, I'll sell uh, the three bows two of the sabres and my um, now mundane cutlass okay um, um, yeah so it turns out that uh, that Sweet actually has quite a few arms connections. Of course, uh, it does. a little a little bit more than just uh, d- uh, selling stuff out of the back of a uh, 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 of a rag and bone cart. Mm. Those are going to be interesting to fence, but uh, Sweet knows some people who who would be willing to pick those up. Given what you have, you've got what five of those, allowing for the cards, the things like that. Give me a week, and I'll 
should be able to get you. Uh, you know, this is dwarf work as well. Call it an even grand. Done. And a week later, true to his word, he returns to you with a sack of a thousand gold coins. Okay, gonna bank that as well. Nice. Right, so by my calculations now, um, assuming that uh, Leah can get at this, she has, given what she already had... Molly, you mean? Molly, darling. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Brain fart. Wrong Mixing yeah. up love interests, mate. R- wrong yeah. love interests. She, uh, given what she already had, uh, should have just over four thousand. Okay. Pretty fucking good, actually. Pretty damn yeah. good. Yeah. Right, that's uh, I will, of course, message her yeah. to this effect when possible. Whenever. So oh yeah, we can okay. do that. Yeah. Like whenever I'm home in yeah. the evening. Um, I so. imagine. So I'm coming home a little bit drunk because me and Leah are having lots of parties, so I drunkenly yep. send that to Molly. And I, There's another thousand in the bank, my darling. Onwards and upwards. <laughs> he says onwards and upwards. <laughs> well, good night. <laughs> so, with that in mind, uh, anything else anyone else wants to do in these uh, two weeks uh, before I bring us back in on the 25th of Falling Snow? Um... um. Yeah, you go first. Okay, it's just a small thing. Um, I mean, that depends how many dates Leah is willing to go on me with. When I say dates, by the way, I imagine we're quite friendly because I don't think we're... These are like, friend dates, yeah. There's... We're not at romantic point no, yet, No, there's, there's no kissing. And um, um, I don't pressure her to go on anything or anything like that. I I'll just say her. that, you know, yeah. accounting for... She does spend most of her time with you, although she also takes time away, uh, oh, yeah. especially on ship. Uh, as you do spend a certain amount of time, as mentioned before, we with, help. I help with, yeah, with the, with the battle with the Scarlet Wind. Yeah. I do that. Yeah, uh, with the Hesperidia uh, moving. Uh, it's uh, mostly engages in small skirmishes, but uh, because it's patrolling on behalf of the new government, it's largely about chasing off forces rather than mm-hmm. uh, capturing prizes. So yeah, no, I, I help yeah. where I can. But if I've got any spare time, I practice fire breathing a bit. Yeah, and uh, and as mentioned, uh, you you are you have some pro- progress along the way. But after that natural one uh, and managing to yeah. burn yourself, oh, yeah, yeah uh, you will need uh, a little bit of time to uh, recover that. Uh, so uh, you'll we'll, we'll we'll come back in at a later date and see how you're doing with that fire yeah. breathing. Uh, you probably get to go on about. Eight, I want to say, like proper friend dates Aww. with Leah. Yay, loads. We yeah. see everything in the city yeah. and try all the weird foods. And yeah, all that. you yeah. you mostly, yeah, the, the only towns you really stop in are Dulay and um, Alessant. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I wasn't expecting anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as, uh, as I uh, mentioned a few moments ago, uh, you also spend a certain amount of the time visiting the ice cream parlours that uh, uh, Scamp and yeah, that uh, uh, Scamp and Wisdom found. Oh, do we do Sounds a double wonderful. date with Scamp and Wisdom? Uh, yes. Yes, you do. That happens. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's only a little awkward. Um, <laughs> so, the... Sam, you go on. Yeah, Sam. Okay, uh, I am going to see if I can find uh, Fighty. That is not hard. <laughs> just, I'll, I'll so stealthy. Follow the, <laughs> follow the drunk, beaten up people. <laughs> yeah, uh, you do um, eventually find Fighty late one night when there is the sound of clatter uh, of smashing uh, wooden shutters as he is hurled out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> oh hi there! 
Ah, oh, where's my hat? There's my hat. There we go. Mm. Uh, yeah, you don't want to lose that. Talking of hats, actually, it's about that I wanted to speak to you. Um, we picked up these three helmets from some rather unpleasant elven individuals a while ago, and I was wondering, could you take the enchantment from them that, allow, that allows you to hear what other people are saying at a distance and put them into something else? Nope, because I am not a dwarf. But uh, I, what I can do is I can take a look at them and I can tell you where the enchantment is. And if you're looking, so if you're looking to maybe put it into a different sort of hat, I might be able to just remove the actually enchanted parts, so long as it's not done through the whole uh, helmet. All right. Well, um, I am sure I could uh, sort you out with that. If you um, if you come back to uh, where we're lodging, I can show uh, show them to you. Sure thing. And he does. Uh, okay. So the following day, when he's sobered up a bit more. Um, hmm. to, to just like pass out in Corzin's room <laughs> that's great <laughs> yes yeah. he follows you back and then, it, it and then uh, fo- yeah, follows you back vomits into a plant pot and then passes out um, Corzin just sort of sighs and puts a like a I guess a little blanket over him oh. and uh, puts his hat next to him uh, the following morning after sending for his uh, tailoring bag uh, he takes a look at the three helmets you have uh, I'm just going to roll a skill check for fighting. Too. Cool. Uh, good thing he has advantage on tailoring based things. Uh, so, the taking a look through goes, hmm. So, after looking at these through, uh, the good news is these are the actual enchantments only, upon, uh, only on a, a part of the uh, helmets themselves. In fact, they, they've actually been added in after the fact. You see this little metal plate here? He gestures to a yeah. small plate that's actually quite cunningly disguised within the sort of, uh, ch- I want to say like the cheek guards of the helmets. Um, okay, yeah. It's actually, he kind of, he lifts up the, uh, you also discover, by the way, the um, the sunglasses style lenses on these do retract if you uh, move them the right way. Uh, so they can still operate at night. Just reminding everyone, Edwin Guard's uh, helmets do come with sunglasses. Well, <laughs> visors. Um, he says, uh, and he points to a small sort of metal plate. Right. So most of it's actually inside that. Um, it's quite a nice bit of engineering. Don't really understand it myself, but uh, the way you'd normally activate it is you sort of touch your hand up towards the uh, bit of the thing. In fact, you put this one on it and he passes you this oversized helmet. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> And then I touch this bit here, and I sort of speak into it, and you can weirdly hear Fighty's voice double. Yeah. Sort of from... Oh, that's that's kind of weird. Mm. So, uh, the good news is, I can take those plates off, uh, and I can sew them into something a bit more handy for you. You'll still need to uh, activate it by tapping it, uh, wherever you do put it. And it's best if I put this into some sort of headgear or something... Uh, because otherwise, you know, if you just carry it around in your pocket, then you'll just be hearing someone's kind of muffledly speaking out of your arse. Oh, and that it, would be um, and you won't, most inconvenient. And they'd sound like you're talking into your trousers. Yeah, you want to keep it fairly up near your, you know, head, mouth, ear area. Right. Uh, well, uh, could you perhaps put it into this tricorn? And he Certainly. Uh, takes his hat off. Uh, let's see what we can do. Um... Yeah, I can put all of three of these into some clothing or something for you. Uh, let's call it, I'll charge you my usual fee for this sort of thing. Call it 50 gold. 
gun. Cool. Um, uh, you might want to speak to uh, Celestia and Scamp about uh, what they'd want it put into, but um, okay, I'm, I'm sure they'll, um, they've got their own ideas. So Fighty carefully removes three small uh, bronze uh, kind of plates. They're sort of triangular shaped uh, with with cut off edges. Uh, so they're Technically, they would actually have six sides, but they're like, you know, triangles with flat edges, uh, flat points. And um, they are roughly about the size of, I want to say like a tangerine, like the the but flat. Okay, so... Yeah. So they're... Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of an equivalent object, and that's all that came to mind. <laughs> could, um, could one go on um, a bandana? Uh, you could st- slip like one into yeah you could bandana. yeah you could put it into the bandana and he's happy to sew it into your bandana for yeah, you yeah like not so it's visible just so it's sort of yeah like yeah no he's happy to sew it basically put it into the lining yeah um, so he sews it into your bandana feels a little bit weird at first because you can definitely feel something against your temple but after a while you just forget about it yeah and it goes it's not back that heavy. Um, how about you scamp uh, can we like like um, a little I'm trying to think of the word I don't know almost like a bracelet that you'd put over a horn. Okay, I say, listen. Oh, you want a horn a cuff? Horn cuff, yeah. Yes, that yeah. No, thing. I've done those before. So um, my horns actually curve up under my ears almost. Hmm. So, oh, you can put it next to your ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. That was lit. With the cuff, really okay. With the cuff, that'll be a little bit interesting. But I guess if I put it a bit of padding in, sure, I can do that. Uh, so he gets you what's essentially he, he makes you up a very nice. Um, it actually matches the dwarven festival outfit that he made a few ages ago. So yeah. black cloth with uh, repeating bronze, uh, uh, sort of dwarven geometric style patterns along it, uh, the edges, uh, and a little bit, or and kind of a weirdly triangular bit uh, where the actual plate is slightly sort of slightly deforms the cuff, uh, but it does slide comfortably up your uh, cuff so that it's close to your ear and you can just sort of reach up and touch the, the flat bit. It's going to be so helpful. <laughs> so unbelievably helpful. <laughs> so As nice. long as uh, there's no Evan Guard around. Very true, actually. So uh, you have found it. from uh, experience, I'll remind you, that these have a 500-foot range. Jesus. Uh, but they And they broadcast. So anyone with a matching receiver within 500 feet can hear anything you uh, broadcast over them. Okay, good to know. It's like radios, basically. They're yeah. basically, yeah, akin yeah. to sort of walkie-talkie level. So uh, anywhere within 500 feet. I assume we have... Um some time to test these once they are you do we spent like yeah. half a day fiddling with them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah working out the range and all that yeah swearing at each other from long distances <laughs> <laughs> many people look this at you as if your you're conscience. crazy <laughs> <laughs> is <it> really Consci- <laughs> my conscience doesn't usually sound like that <laughs> <laughs> it says you should buy sweets for scam it's the good thing to do <laughs> It also says you should buy whiskey for Celestia. <laughs> Don't do that. She's had enough. <laughs> You've got two consciences. One's better. It's going to be a lot more crowded around here, isn't it? <laughs> you are all saying this while standing on um, like opposite ends of a street opposite ends of a, of, of a square. Actually, you're, you're you are all uh, opposite ends of the large sort of part. 
like different park not opposite ends but you're all a good distance away of the sort of park sort of area in between the courts of justice and the cathedral of saint victory um so there is this like so every you're getting those weird looks the way that people gave like remember when the first wireless headsets came out before they were ubiquitous, and we all thought, and people were just, yeah, yeah, people were just wandering around, just talking to themselves in the street. You're getting those looks. Okay, good to know. <laughs> so, uh, you, uh, I think that's basically it. Unless anyone else has anything else they want to uh, cover. Not me. All right. Don't think so. I'm good. Awesome. In which case, you uh, find yourself. Uh, Meeting back up again after your various adventures, uh, five days before the uh, before New Year's Eve, in fact, on the twenty fifth of Falling Snow, um, the four of you, uh, Fighty is busy elsewhere with commissions, uh, so Celestia, Scamp, Corzin, and Leah uh, have met back up in Alessant uh, and are. After visiting, uh, and after we'll say a visit to the ice cream parlor, <laughs> yes, of um, uh, wisdom has gone back to her family. Uh, you um, make your way back towards your uh, the apartment that has been afforded you in the courts of justice. It's actually a much smaller apartment at the moment because a lot of apartments had to be made for the royal staff. Uh, wow. However, you do still have one available. Uh, and it is somewhere to stay without having to pay, you know, any sort of fee. Useful. Uh, at a time when a lot of a lot of lodging uh, houses are packed. And yeah. very expensive. And very imagine. expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, you return, uh, and as you open the door uh, to your uh, back to the. Uh, Logic to the apartment which has been accorded you, you find there is an unexpected figure waiting inside, sat on the bed. Uh, there is a seven-year-old girl with thin, brittle blonde hair, washed out blue eyes, gaunt, pale skin, and. Uh, hollows beneath her eyes so not ready her face and fingers are covered with blemishes scars blisters and cracked flaking skin despite this she seems to be sitting upright and is uh, uh, and expectant waiting for you she's wearing a stained hooded traveling coat in faded blue with a pale green scarf and dull russet fingerless gloves with a pair of worn tan boots to complete the set. Hello. Hello. Hello, Clara. How did you... I pretty much just walked in. Well, while no one was looking. Right. Can I give you a hug? <coughs> she coughs for a moment. There's a definite hesitation. Let's 
let's work up to that. High five? <laughs> Somewhere in between? Handshake? Anything? No? Okay. She looks a little conflicted and stands up. There's a little tenderness to her movements and she winces a little as she does so, but steps forward and does extend a hand. For a high five or a handshake? A handshake. Okay, I just sort of hold her hand for a moment. She squeezes yours, but not very tightly. And again, you feel a sort of, there's a slight flinching as you hold hers. Hi. Are you okay? Is there anything we can do for you? Um, somewhat. (laughs) What's happened to you? I, um, I gave up my looks. Uh, hello, she says, looking to Leah. Um, Leah seems a little taken aback. Hello, do you, do you know that you're, oh, you're Clara. Yeah, this is Clara. That's right. I kind of give Leah a look and try to convey don't say your name in front of her. Roll a... I don't know how I would do that, but just... if she goes to introduce herself, I kind of want to just look at her like, no. Roll a charisma check. Cool. I'll roll an insight check for her. Okay. Um, that's a 19. It's just a straight charisma check, yeah? Yeah. Um, 19. Okay, yeah. Even with, even with, with that roll from Leah, it's sort of glances at you. Um, this I... is a friend of ours. I'm a friend. I've heard... A little about, um, about you. Clara smiles thinly. I thought you might have. <clears throat> Do you want a drink or anything? Are you alright? I've got chocolate. See her, one of her, her eyes widen a little. You have chocolate? Yes, I get the bowl out and make chocolate immediately. Right. Uh, she kind of almost quite greedily takes it and lifts it to lifts her and before pauses. Seems caught between, as if trying to decide on something. Studies your face for a moment, Scamp. It's safe. Nods and then. Do you need any food? We've got sips food. A little. And then greedily just starts, you know, drinking chocolate. Is something Wipes afflicting her to cause that coughing, or is it just... Roll a medicine check. Right. Yeah, you're the only one who'd know, actually, aren't you? That's a 14. It's not a question of what she has, but what she doesn't seem to have. Right. Um She is... She is manifesting signs of what might be consumption, possibly smallpox, uh, a number of blemishes and rashes, uh, eczema, like there's a lot of things. Really, it's kind of surprising that she's um, still alive if she's got all of those and a little weird that she would. All right. Um, she finishes the bowl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you said Pop. you gave up your looks. What? What do you mean? 
wipes the wipes her mouth on the back of her that on her fingers and then takes a small um, rag out of her coat and wipes them off. Uh, it was part of uh, the one of the pacts. <laughs> um, he- hello again. Hi. I realise I came here and I'm not sure how to start. Do you need any food or anything? You can take your time if you're... There's plenty to eat around here. Uh, thank you, I... Sleep if you need to, it's... <laughs> Does Olga know you're here? Not as such. <laughs> she told me to keep... Uh, she told me to keep an eye on you while she was away. And she didn't actually say that I... She didn't actually say to keep hidden from you this time. This, this time. time's worry. Um, how much have you been following us? Myself? Not much. Not since, um, Warwick's watch. Uh, she's been watching you from afar, but I don't know exactly how much she's seen. I don't see what she sees when she uses, um, the stone. What stone? She has, um... She gestures to her hands her throat. She has this sort of blue stone around oh, the eye thing. Yes. How do you know about that? Saw it, didn't we? Did we see it? We tried to scry on her that time, do you remember? Yeah, she has a uh, a thing that allows her to uh, scry on other people, but it might also be, and I give the other two a meaningful look. Uh, uh, indicating it, it could be uh, oh, yeah. one of the eyes of the storm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it definitely but, is. Oh, it is. That... But yeah, it lets her look back when you when you scry as well, doesn't it? Interesting. She, she it does make sense. There's a comp. She she was laughing about something back when we were in Meadmere about people being nosy and getting what was coming to them. Yeah, we saw you in Meadmere. She nods. Right. So, oh, by the way, she um, she got very annoyed at you, you'll be happy to know, uh, when you started hanging around in places where she can't scry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My heart bleeds Staying for her. was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I just wanted, I mean, I wanted to talk, to see you. It's okay. It's been a strange few months. <coughs> that it has. <coughs> and... oh, you don't sound well. Don't... On, on the contrary, I'm sure. as strong as an ox. <laughs> or as healthy as one. <clears throat> the, um... Is she lying? <laughs> Make an insight check. That's a dirty twenty. She seems. She seems like she's being forthright, but there's another layer to it. Okay. Um. Mm. I made um. 
uh, a pact, <laughs> a couple of pacts actually, um, but one of the things I sacrificed was comfort. Oh. I can't get sick, or any more sick. But you can't get better either. <laughs> no. Uh, you learn to deal with it, you learn to bear it, but there's always some pain or some discomfort. Mm. But I'll never get sick. <clears throat> that sounds shit. She sort of nods sort of moves her head side to side in a sort of yes okay but sort of but maybe not gesture <laughs> sounds like a very Olga trade off yeah they all are it's a question of what you're <clears throat> willing to give up for what you want what was it that you wanted <laughs> I want I wanted I wanted to be able to protect myself I wanted to be more after my father after everything that happened at home she offered me a way to be to, to be stronger but more than that, to be better, to, to survive. Something that father tried to do for me, but never quite managed. Huh. Um, I made a, I made two bargains. Well, two pacts and one bargain, I suppose you could say. Uh, Olga has been teaching me. That was that was the that's the essence of the main one, the bargain with her. I assist her in her plans, <laughs> and she teaches me what she knows. As much as she knows, as much as I want and can handle, until what? she's got nothing left to teach me. What kinds of things? Is it magic? <laughs> yes, but more. She's she's centuries old. She she's teaching history. She's lived through it. I had tutors uh, growing up. I, uh, father bought the best that he could um i was there's a sort of strangeness to her uh, to expressions she says this i used to be smart <laughs> but uh, and i and they and they taught me a lot but it's strange she's petty and cruel in a lot of ways but she's the best tutor i've ever had she's patient she always, she, she she never mocks me for not understanding things, which isn't to say that she never mocks me, but that's, compared to some of the teachers I've had, that's a step up. 
She always goes over things in different ways, makes sure I understand a thing before we go on. She talks about why she's teaching lessons or why we're doing tasks that relate to what we're doing. Unless it conflicts with one of her plans, that's one of the restrictions. She doesn't have to tell me anything about her plans. Ah. Well, you've been with her long enough to know that her motivations have got to ultimately be selfish. She's got to have a reason to be teaching you. I know. I mean, how many people has she been uh, at all involved with that have come out ultimately better for it? Few, and that's what... That's what's... That's what's weird. Because... I'm coming out not I'm coming out better than I thought I should it's a I am learning a lot I I learned a lot about history religion mostly alchemy she makes me make a lot of potions but you're in constant pain <laughs> she just nods. because you're learning stuff it doesn't mean she's not an abusive piece of shit my darling I know that. Of course I know that. She did also try and kill 20,000 people. That did happen. She looks down and nods slowly. Yes. And that's not any responsibility of yours. No, not at all. None of this is your fault. Some of, but she no, shakes her really. head. You're like seven. None of this is your fault. <laughs> this is... And even with your passive insight, she, she... Her speech and movements are... Older than her apparent age. Maybe, you know, possibly early teens in terms of uh, how she's acting. Closer to scamp than how she was when you first met her. Mm. You get the feeling she's had to grow up quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but... Well... I'm glad you're here, though. Yeah. Yeah. I... This is probably water well under the bridge right now, but for what it's worth, I'm really sorry about what happened. Uh, we should have... Been less dumb. Known we better. Should've... We should have done better by you. We were stupid Thank you. and... But... We had no if idea it... what we were dealing with. Not that that's an excuse, but we should have clocked on more. If it hadn't been you, it would have been someone else. Possibly, but it was us. And we made the decisions we made. She nods. And some They'd of those... I'd like to say we do better next time, but we do keep making deals with her, so... And you saved thousands of people. We did, but we don't know at what cost. I don't regret doing it. I think she's looking all. for something. 
I don't know what. Well, she didn't have anything immediately in mind, at least. That's comforting to know. Oh, I bet it's the same thing as the other hag. That's exactly <laughs> what I just thought. I bet it's the same oh, thing as Scrimshaw. No. Oh, that could be really shit Scrimshaw. Old Mother Scrimshaw, have you heard of her? We think she might be the same thing as Olga, maybe, but a bit different. Interesting. I had... Yes, there, there was some... While I've been here, I've been paying attention. I've been here for a few days now, trying to get a sense of what's going on. There's... I've heard people talking about uh, someone who trades in secrets. Yeah, that's her. She nods. That would make sense. Has Olga spoken to you about any others like her? Yes, but not directly. She hasn't... She's only named one name, and that's part of why I'm here. Uh, okay. Go on. I... So, one of, so part of the pact that I made is, with Olga is... I can't actively attempt to kill her, and she can't actively attempt to kill me. Okay. Makes sense. And that, like, like a true, true pacts with hags, true bargains, is enforced through magic. If I try to actively kill her, the penalties will come to you. That doesn't, uh, presumably preclude just... Getting you to kill her. Neglecting to yeah. save her in an otherwise fatal situation? She nods. Right. There's... Don't get me wrong, I've learned a lot and there's more that I will, but... Sooner or later, someone has to. We're agreed there, darling. Maybe you can. Yeah. That's the if, plan. If we do, what will you do? I don't know. I'm two-thirds of the way there. But I haven't made the last pact. How much time have you got? Three, four years. It has to be made before I hit puberty. That's really, and then you'll be what How old are you? <laughs> I'm seven. Like, I, I, maybe it'll be longer, maybe it'll be less. I've heard that some girls start when they're ten. I'm an elf. <laughs> I don't know, I'm sorry. She shrugs. <laughs> I think, yeah. About right for humans, halflings have them yeah. a little bit like, like a... Humans, anyway, between 10 and 18. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 10 to 18, so it could be ages, yeah. Like, as yeah. early. <laughs> yeah. 10 to 18 yeah. is what yeah. we're talking yeah. <laughs> but to be safe, if I... Being a hag is all a becoming one is about making sacrifices, about making pacts, and you need another hag to help you do it. You have to give things up. And depending on what you give up, you get other... You the, Then you can... You get things. There's two main ones, which, as I understand it, both, or certainly the second one, you have to do. I've done one of them. You give up your beauty, 
the capacity for it while you're still young and it gives you the power to make binding pacts to make the bargains right. and to enforce them the way that Olga lays laid her that uh, laid to told me about it later the way she laid the curse in the letter that you delivered the way it would have opened if you'd opened it early it would have affected you right the way that she's enforced the curse on you if you don't carry out the favour when she asks it of you. Okay. But there's different ways to give that up. I know a thing or two about that. She mentioned how, a little bit of how she gave up hers. I gave up mine by taking on these... this... these sicknesses. Uh, by the way, they shouldn't spread unless I want them to. You're safe around. Good to know. Alright. How did she give up hers? She flayed all her own skin off, or her mentor did it for her. That's why, when it came back as a result of the pact, that's why she looks the way she does. But it gave her the power to change forms. That is fucked up. That is really, really fucked up. What is the, uh... No, really? (laughs) What can she change into? Does it have to be someone she's made a pact with, or is it... No, she can can take on uh, any form, any human um, or halfling form akin to those. I think she could perhaps look like a tiefling, but she can never look beautiful again. Humanoid, then. Has we better to, yes. keep an eye as she doesn't turn into Corzid. I know. <laughs> Scamp, we better detect magic quick. <laughs> it could be hanging on this. Quick, start the ten minute casting process! <laughs> Corzid sort of just pinches the bridge of his nose. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so nervous. This isn't funny at all. Just, no, it's I can't not. help it. But it's. But she can she can retain the, maintain those forms indefinitely. That's right. much more powerful than something like a face shifter potion, which is the way you'd normally do it, or where most people would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can make those now, by the way, if we ever find a mimic, a true mimic, not a forest mimic. Right. Good to know. Um. Whew. That's. Huh. So, yeah, of course, you you can just do it by... Uh, but you need a hag to do it, and it needs to be a deliberate sacrifice. If you just take some pretty girl and and, and carve her face up, then... Please don't. Well, then all you get is just 15 minutes of torture, or as Olga put it, a, a good laugh, and then a lot of clean-up. Fuck me. Oh, she's really crazy. Don't get me wrong. I know that we knew this, but uh, just shit. Kind of brings it home, doesn't it? Yeah. A little I mean, bit, yeah. Do you thought... want more chocolate? Yes. I haven't had I chocolate in months. I more. Celestia, more. this is what I was talking about when I said that there are actually bad people in the world, and you're not one of them. That's 
very nice, darling, but my bad and her bad are irrelevant to each other. Right. Um, I'm she, just um, trying to decide if I have anything that I can give you. Sugar, just anything. <laughs> She's, she kind of wipes her mouth with chocolate. Please, it's... it's it's okay. Yeah, we we have a lot of food and stuff. So if you if you haven't eaten enough lately, just I I'm pretty good at just getting food when I need it now. Okay, well we have we have lots. I don't Thank know you. if this is gonna make any difference whatsoever, but uh, and he reaches forward and casts lesser restoration. She sort of flinches a little, and there's a sort of re- brief calming of her shoulders but after a few moments the you see her move and wince again sorry maybe calmed it down for a moment but but that the the way that sacrifices work is you can't give them up that easily i figured not but i had to try if olga died if olga dies would that stop it for you would you be no. okay shit this is for as long as I live. And I knew it that when worse. I took it on. It will never get worse. Hmm. She's, she smirks at that. It'll never get better. But I've learned in the last few months how to deal with it. How to ignore it. To train myself to overcome it. Oh, darling. I used to get sick all the time. Well, back home. Before. She nods. When you met me, it was a, it was a good, it, it was a good time. But the winter before, I. The um, apothecary said I, I, I overheard her saying to my father, I almost died from the pneumonia. <laughs> rough stuff that but I'll never have to worry about that the last pact is there's a magic ritual and it has to be done before I grow old enough for puberty and it will sacrifice my ability to ever have children and then I'll live forever is that really what you want if I knew that for sure, I would have. <laughs> I would have made a decision by now. You don't want to be what Olga is, my No, daughter. you really don't. You're better than that. But that's the thing. I've lived with her for months now. She's. I mean, she is a monster. But she's not a. But she's not a. Not an. Unth- she's not. At no point did she sacrifice her conscience in a pact. At no point did she give up her sense of empathy. She chooses to be a monster day by day. Yep. And that makes it all the worse. A malevolent, unfeeling thing. You can... That's the thing. You can treat like uh, a force of nature she has the choice to be other than what she is but she chooses to be a monster exactly so I could have the choice not to be
At what cost? I can... How on earth could you live for hundreds of years with the capacity to make binding pacts that put curses on people and not eventually become a monster, my darling? How do your people live for hundreds of years on top of societies without becoming monsters? They don't. They are monsters. They they really don't. My people are absolute fucking monsters, my darling. That is what happens when when you have power for hundreds of years. And you use it and you realise that you can run the show. People don't take well to that. It's not good. It's not good for people. It won't be good for you. You're good now. But give yourself a few hundred years to stop giving a shit. That power's going to go to your head. It's the old thing of power corrupts. By the way, I'm not excusing my people because of the time that they've been alive. That is not what I'm doing. Because there is no fucking excuse. But she drains the last of the chocolate. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I do. She wipes off her mouth. It's very rare that people in that position don't become monsters. And the thing is, if if you become what she is and you stay with her for a long time to learn more and more and more, eventually she's going to get to you. I know. I know that's a possibility. And one day, like, it might be hundreds of years down the line, you're going to want to pass it on to someone else. And everything that's been done to you, you'll do to some other innocent kid. That's why there's hags still. Because they keep hurting people. She looks down at the last dregs of chocolate in the bowl, her features difficult to read, sort of complex, I'll say. Also, darling, you are seven. I know you've had to grow up fast. I know what that's like. But you are seven years old and you are making decisions for... Ever. Your entire life. You've not had a chance to live much between being in that... Apart from being in that tiny town and being with a monster, you've not done anything else. How on earth could you possibly know what you want? Not done anything. (laughs) I've been to the great city. I've been to the great... I've been to Tyre. I've... Been to Meadburg. I have flown over mountains. I have, the last three months, have all been seeing and doing. That is not the point. You've not had any chance to live for yourself. And if you make that pact, you, you can won't. see mountains, but it's all been on her. She thrusts the bowl back at you, Scamp. You asked if she mentioned any other hags. Yeah. There's the one who I think made her. Still around? No. No. Well, that's something. I, she doesn't talk about her much. She's only mentioned her once. I think her name was... But um, there was a hag. Her name but... was what? And, but there was a hag by the name of Grandmother Fingersnap. Whoa. 
Why are they all so terrifying? Is that part of the deal? No, I, <laughs> yes. think, I think that's just their particular sense of humour. Fucking hell. Well, finger snap made and trained Olga the way that Olga wants to do to me. But I was able to find a little bit about. Olga has hideouts everywhere, all over Jova. Just places where she caches the things that she's found, squirrels them away, places where she has supplies or will occasionally go back to for bargains uh, that she needs to collect on, that she made a long time ago. Mm-hmm. She, I think she's, I don't know if she's gone, well, she's probably gone to one of them. She left me here three days ago. Uh, and told me that she'd come back for me. She's given me a little under a month's supply. <laughs> Did she say where she was going? And I, no, no, none of my business. She took Screech and left. Um, but the Screech is the cockatrice. Figured. Uh, but I know that she'll be coming back for me and she knows that I can't leave forever because she um, reaches down to a site and sort of hidden behind where she's been sitting she's got a what's sort of like a mixture between a shoulder bag and a doctor's bag and she opens it and you can see there's a lot of small vials of stuff inside but there's one rack that she brings out and there are about 30 small vials in there Uh, you can see that three of those vials are empty but the rest of them contain a sort of very faint, sort of slightly pinkish, uh, oily-looking liquid, only a small amount. This is, um, I mean, I call it brain juice. <laughs> Best name for it, really. It's made from um, uh, intellect devourers. Uh, so, you know about intellect devourers. Yeah, don't? we had the... Um... The little dried one. Yes. Ages ago. Yeah, they come from the Underdark. They're Little brain monsters. Yeah, they're a kind of annoying sort of psychic pest. Yeah. Uh, not really common on the surface. I said I've been learning a lot. This is one of the ways I do it. She sort of flicks the vial. They make you smart. Really smart. For about a day. And then what happens? And then you go back to normal. But it doesn't feel like that. It feels like your thoughts slow, like you're thinking through treacle. Normal isn't good enough. With this, I can recall things easily. I can work through problems. Uh, I can think clearly and quickly. I am smarter in this than anyone I know except Olga. Do I know anything about this? Like, have I heard of people being on this before? This is Underdark. Roll an arcana check, because this is not a common affair. Um, 17, actually. You have heard of this. Uh, it is, it, it's uh, occasionally made up by alchemists. Uh, 
because it does rely on because you know, it's extracted from intellect devourer brains um and you know that it is a very good short if quite expensive short-term boost to concentration uh recall and other uh, intellectual abilities uh it only lasts about a day a bit less than that actually if you count for sleeping i've heard of people getting like addicted to it yes uh and you because you've always had an interest in intoxicating substances uh, mm -hmm. even if you couldn't necessarily reach a lot of them you know that they are they're an interesting they're not chemically addictive you aren't they don't compel you to want more of them by virtue of creating the same sense of withdrawal that a lot of um that a lot of drugs do but you are but you have heard but you are aware that smart people use them with restraint because if you get used to them you get used to operating at that level and going back to normal no matter how smart you were before feels like being stupid mm. Mm. and for a seven year old whose brain hasn't quite finished developing yeah. properly yeah. going back to like a normal or even smart seven year old would be a lot yeah yeah I'm going to turn to her and say, that is a slippery slope you're on there, my darling. She Most extremely clever people use those <laughs> now and then. Also, they're expensive. They're really expensive. If you don't have Olga bringing them to you, where are you? I can make them. I just need, I just need the materials. Of course, we haven't been to the Underdark. <laughs> but if I can find some or a substitute, I can make them myself. Wow, that's... If you need to go to the Underdark to get the ingredients to make one of those, it's probably uh, quite choice ingredients. There may be an equivalent. There may be other things. I've been looking into it. Maybe I'll find something. Or maybe I'll find something else that does a similar thing without me needing it. Or maybe I'll just run out one day when she's dead and I'll just have to get used to... But for now, it's a hold. I'm aware it's a hold she has in me. Oh, fucking hell. But I'm not ready to just be Clara again. You know, Clara's fine. Yeah, for what it's worth, there is absolutely nothing wrong with the person you were. Whole town loved you. She looks up at you. You met me on my birthday. Well, the night before. Of course everyone liked me. But... Uh, I know what you mean, though, about not wanting to just be who you were. I know that there's this... There's a lot of danger here in what I've been trying to do, but think of what I could do if I wasn't like her, if I could be different. I will, it wasn't, it won't take away my choice. I can always choose to be better once I'm free of her. 
I don't want to be pessimistic, but if there were good hags, we'd have heard about it. Yeah. Anyway. Also, being free of Olga, you're already arse deep in bargains, my darling. You're not going to be free of her. Killing her would do it. Well then, the million gold but question that... is... what? Where is she? And you spent uh, enough time with her to perhaps know what are her weaknesses. She has failings. Yes. What are they? So, she's smart, and if she has time to prepare, she'll always get the drop on you. Getting her off guard, getting her when she's not prepared, that's she's... No, that's when she'll, she's, she'll be vulnerable. She always likes to be petty. She likes to take the painful route mm. whenever she can. Okay. I'm, I don't... She doesn't talk a lot about who she used to be. Maybe that will make a difference if I can find that out. And I think that Grandmother Fingersnap is the way to do that. I think that Olga has or had... A hideout here in Seoul. Maybe right. she's at it. Maybe she's not. I don't know. Even if she's not, whenever we go to a hideout of hers, she always takes time to secure it before she'll let me in. So I know that anything that she doesn't want me to see, she gets rid of or hides away in a way that I can't find them. Maybe if we can find a hideout of hers that she hasn't gotten to first mm. we can find something really actually useful. And set a trap for her perhaps. Yes. Yeah, I mean if she's on her way there and we get there before her even if we don't know where she is. She well she's go. going to come for me sooner or later because so she just is in her bag. With you. Maybe How much trouble are you going to get in for talking to us? She shrugs. Depends if I get caught. Does she have the ability to read other people's thoughts? Not without potions. She, there are potions that let you do that, but you need, you need something. A few. There's some things you can do it with. Um, there's a type of creature related to a related to the intellect devourers uh, that's very rare that you can use the brains of those to do it but I don't think she has any of those those are in the Underdark as well yes aren't they? yes all right um, but the main one is uh, face snatchers are a good way uh, face snatcher brains are the main source of, uh, of the mind reading potion all right well that at least then means that provided you don't actually mention that you have uh, come and spoken to us, there's nothing that's going to compel you to tell her, is there? There are truth potions, and she does have them, but they don't compel you to speak the truth. She'd have to administer they... them as well, wouldn't she? That wouldn't be hard. Hmm. Just spike a drink. Yeah. Or swap it for one of your brain potions. Hmm. Yeah. Thing is, though, 
living around Olga, you get very used to figuring out how to say things without actually lying. Mm. Well, I'm sure. Mm. So, Grandmother Fingersnap. Um, I think Does if she we might say f- to be in books, maybe that- or something. I I I have one lead, but it's shaky. But if what you say is true, there's another. There's two ways I can see of finding this, uh, of trying to find out anything about her. I know she's dead. I don't know how she died. I don't know what the circumstances of that were. Olga hasn't said it, but she's always referred to her in the past tense when she has spoken of her. Mm. So I think she is actually dead. Um, And it sounds like probably a, a while ago. Uh, one op- option, of course, is if there is another hag here who deals in secrets, she might just know. Are they likely to protect each other? She thinks about this for a moment. I don't know. If the if ha- if hags behave the way they do, because they've been taught by vicious, self-serving people for decades who then pass on the idea of being vicious and self-serving, maybe that doesn't really encourage people to work together. True. They've seemed solitary. Mm. Both of them. Mm. I, I worry about getting in more with Scrimshaw. That's one way. I mean, if, she, if, she, if she's been living here for a long time, she probably does know. But She'll want to make. She'll want to make a pact about it. We're so deep in with the pact at this point. So we the, really need to get like a book to keep track of these, or yeah. if, keep take notes. If we want to do it without a hag deal, there is another. Another, as I say, I've got one sketchy lead, which might take us in the right area. What's it's your lead. It's something she, Olga said when she was. Um, talking about uh, making about how to make good bargains uh, and but the thing I remember is she said that she saw this one made she didn't make it herself which makes me think it was something that Fingersnap made so that's a, that's a clue um, it was from the way she spoke about it it's got to have been at least a hundred years ago I don't know exactly when. Mm-hmm. Could be 500, probably not 1,000. I don't think Olga's that old. Olga's definitely older than 100, though. Right. Okay. Um, she said that the bargain was uh, f- with, made with a jealous lover. Uh, they wanted revenge against the, against his partner. He wanted revenge against his partner. They, it, the, he'd, he'd left him okay. and wasn't happy about it. So Fingersnap gave him the power to turn his partner to stone uh, by by touching them, uh, but and that it would uh, 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 and gave him the warning that it would take a few days to come into effect, so he wouldn't be immediately incriminated. Right. And she did it by infecting him with the call. Olga called it the stone virus, uh, also making him immune to it, though. So he, uh, so anyone he touched, including the his target, would turn to stone three days later. But while they were, but before then, they would also communicate it to anyone they touched. 
Oh, it's shadows all over yeah. again, isn't it? Yeah, so eventually from, uh, the army herded everyone they thought might be infected, as well as uh, anyone who they were reasonably sure was into a part of the city, cordoned it off uh, and waited a week. And when they came back in, everyone had turned to stone. Statues. There was nobody infected left. Yeah. Olga was uh, mentioned it as a lesson in being aware of the scope of side effects you're willing to tolerate. I'll be willing to bet she's uh, willing to tolerate a great deal. Yes. But that was actually an example of a small to medium level uh, uh, what did she call it? Spillover type effect because it probably wouldn't have spread beyond the city. You do realise who you're learning shit from, right? I am well aware of that. I uh, I have I bear that in mind with all of these lessons. So, but this is this is a big thing though. Lots of people turn to stone. This is the kind of thing you get in history books. Yeah. Exactly. I'm I getting mean, really good at reading. I know all about libraries now. I can go read some books. Well, it's certainly yeah, elite. I mean, we have connections at the university. Yeah, it's it's a much less I mean, Leo, concrete. Yeah, um, you're a fantastic researcher, darling. Leah smiles. She smiles and then looks at you. Bollocks, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate myself. You said the name. <laughs> Clara looks at you and smiles and says, I put my head in my hands. Fuck. <laughs> I, I'd made some guesses, but thank you for the confirmation, I suppose. Oh, don't. She shrugs. To be fair, Olga's fucking seen her anyway. It was a thin thing to cling to. Hey, you should cling to everything you can. You never know what'll make a difference. Olga's weapon is power. It's not well. Olga's power is knowledge. She she knows more than us. That's how she uses things. That's how she's always able to turn things against us. That's fine. We're a Great. super smart group. This can't go wrong at all. I mean, I've literally just said the worst thing I could possibly <laughs> say in front of you. Fucking hell. Olga did know, though. In all fairness, I like she literally scried. She's seen her. I you imagine just she. And but you're not. I mean, you're intensely intelligent right now. You probably made the connection. She nods. I had made a good guess based on what I knew about you, but sorry, I say it to Leah. Leah, sort of face palms. <laughs> it's fine, dear. Oh, but why... I do appreciate the compliment. I am a good researcher. Yeah, you are. Um, this is why you were the one teaching me, really, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yes. You did such a great job. She's super smart now. Yeah. The nice thing is now I can, now I can glare daggers at you with both eyes. She says, with a sort of slightly irate expression. Oh, you can still make me laugh at the most awful moments. All right, well, hell. look, we're... We're oh, safe from being... God, I'm an idiot. We're safe from being <laughs> uh, scryed upon while we're still inside uh, this building. I 
figured as much. It's why I wanted to have this talk with you here. I don't suppose you could just not tell her, could you? <laughs> I mean, I can certainly try. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can really ask. <laughs> she'll ask for a report on what I've seen, and she'll ask for it under Truth Potion. So I'll have to tell her true things, but I can but I can avoid telling her everything. I mean, of I course you to... don't want to tell her about this meeting. No, I plan to give her a very edited version of what we... Of, of what we get up to. Hmm. And I'm going to try and imply that I've been following you. You've seen us. Rather. She yeah. Has. That is something that you have definitely seen. You don't have to go no, into any, have to say, any more detail than that. Unless she's specific. You don't have to say everybody or everything that you've seen. Yeah. Exactly. Um, give Leah an apologetic if, if she force feeds you uh, truth potion to get when she gets you to report that really does seem to suggest that she does not in any way shape or form trust you of course she doesn't trust me and why would she but <laughs> that lack of trust what? obviously should go both ways of course I don't trust her but I do trust that she'll keep to the terms of her uh, of the bargains she makes the 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 pact we made between us is from memory which is very good in exchange for assisting olga in olga's plans as she sees fit i will receive tuition from olga in as many subjects as i wish provided they are subjects olga is familiar with herself she must teach me to a standard both parties would consider acceptable under truth potion Provided such tuition does not interfere with Olga's own plots to a degree that would negatively impact such plots more than a negligible amount. So I can cause her a small inconvenience, but not a big one. So if you were to just Olga... walk away, leave her forever, what would happen? Well, uh, technically I wouldn't be helping her with her, uh, with her plans and she wouldn't be obliged to give me tuition. I'm also she would indirectly kill you. That's what would happen. If we're honest, she'd get you back, she, or she'd indirectly kill you. She nods, and I don't believe that Olga would have left out the indirectly killing each other clause if she didn't want that as insurance. Also, you're addicted to those potions, and you don't want to leave. Not yet. Not until I can find a source for making more. Or something else, or until I've got what I need from her. Oh. The pact ends when one or both of us die. Both of us agree to end it, or I suppose I could just walk away. Uh, although that wouldn't absolve me of the requirement not to actively attempt to kill her. Mm. Or she's got nothing more that she can teach to me uh, without in negatively impacting her own plans. She has I'm guessing a lot to all the me. stuff, all the stuff you want to know about her mentor is would get in the way of her plans. Would get in the way ask. of her plans if I asked. Yeah. And I also don't want to tip her hand to my hand mm. to the fact that I'm looking into it. No, she'd put that together. Yeah, she nods. I'm not sure. I don't know if she's just that good, or if she has something that lets her take the same shortcuts I am but she is as smart as I am on 
uh, on brain juice all of the time. This is why old men win at chess. What? <laughs> Experience. You get that? You get... <laughs> Everyone um... looks at you in that sort of um, weird halfling saying moment way. Experience. You, uh, you've played enough games, it doesn't matter how uh, uh, innately uh, talented somebody is at uh, uh, chess, you've just played that many more games than uh, somebody who's very good at it. You can be mediocre and still beat them. Your point is because she's lived for ages, she's really yes. clever. Yeah, it does happen with people who've lived for hundreds of years. You get a weird... Maybe intelligence alright I would um, I think I'll have to keep my distance from you some of the time potentially we're going to have to be careful where we meet up in case she tries to scry on you or us she nods meet in here Olga scries at essentially random times of the day whenever she wants to Um, so I th- she frowns I think she has some sort of instinct or something that lets her know when a good time to scry is I don't know why because she often seems don't get me wrong about half the time she will will mutter about having caught you taking a shit or something um, well that's really well, comforting that's, yeah I'll feel so much better. Who does she scry on? Is it. I'm literally never going to shit comfortably ever again. Not just you, other people, but she doesn't tell me because. Well, no, but I mean. Does it have to be one of us individually? Or can it be all of us together? I think she she mostly scries on Celestia because Celestia can't really resist it. She's um, still got a bit of my hair then. She nods. Damn it. Right. Do you know where she keeps that? that? Uh, Assuming it isn't just on her person. Oh no, it's literally on her person. If I was her, it'd be on my yeah. person. I get yeah, that. never let it out your sight. Um, oh. Do if she's planning to use that for anything else? Has she got a face shifter potion in mind? Well, I haven't found any um, mimics in the three months that we've been together, so I don't. So unless she's got one stashed in, I mean, of course she's probably got one stashed somewhere, but she didn't have one on her last that we were together. So the answer is I don't know. If she if she goes to get one from somewhere, she's hauled one up probably, but I haven't made one for her. Fuck me. So, what's what's our plan? I will follow you and try to keep out of sight as best I can. If I do, I will try to... I'll make contact with you infrequently. I'll find places... I'll find you for short times to meet up as best I can. I'd say only here. Don't yeah. risk it anywhere she could scry. What if we need to... I mean... If this had, if that pact had happened here, I would have found out about it by now. If we need to leave town, oh, I've got to meet the, you at some point. The sure. helmets we've got. Do we have to speak aloud, or is it a psychic thing? You have to speak right. aloud. That's the way. They yeah, are. they're like walkie-talkies. Oh, then. 
and they do oh. actually project sound like a like at like you know um earpiece level so they're quite quiet but loud enough for you to hear if you've got the piece on right is it worth giving her one oh. we've only got three yeah and so. it's oh, no. it's still only a, a limited range Oh, it's 500 feet. Uh. Quite a lot. And it's worth talking when we're not in the same room, so you can't tell who she's talking to necessarily. Well, we have these things where we can talk long distance, but it is out loud and it does make sound at the other end. But if she was only scrying on one end of it, if it was a code, she wouldn't necessarily know you were talking to Besides someone. Besides here and presumably the mirrored palace where else yeah let's <laughs> let's meet there next time <laughs> sorry ignore mm. me i just it's mm. a good tourist spot these days are there any other places <laughs> that she's tried to scry on us and failed she thinks she doesn't tell me where she scries on you she doesn't tell me a lot about it it's only from offhand comments I know that within the lot that starting about around about starting late last month, she started to get frustrated. So, if that's when you started working around here, that's probably why. Yeah. Could it have been the university? We've as been well? here a lot. The university you can scry on, can't you? We had somebody scry from the university, mm. and if it's a non-scrying yeah. zone, you can't scry out of it. I'm guessing. Travelling with Fighty, maybe couldn't see Suppose, there. Yeah, when we were um, that travelling with Fighty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we haven't been able to see that. Also, the bit before that would have been pretty inspecific as to where we were. Yeah, because we were just in the same sort of place for like weeks. Yeah, and I think the place that we ended up in when we first arrived in Seoul, possibly. Yeah, maybe there too. That would have been a fucking weird scry if she cried scry- all that. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Also, you know, frankly, the bit of time we were just on a ship. Mm. Hard to know where that is if it's just in the middle of the sea. We must have been quite annoying for a while, really. Oh, uh, Clara smiles. I like to think so. Do you have any idea what... Um... Olga plans to do by means of interfering with Celestia and Leah here. No. All I know is that there is a th- something from context that she's looking for, and I think she's trying to find some the people that will help her point her in the direction. It's something old, maybe. It seems like she's looking. She she's don't get me wrong, she has a lot of small things, but she mostly considers them amusements. Old pacts and bargains every now and again she might stop somewhere, make a pact with someone if she thinks it'll be entertaining or if she wants to have a teaching moment with me. An old thing, like an artifact? Maybe. I don't know. She makes pacts with people just to teach you. I guess it's the best way to teach. Mm. Has she hurt people in those packs? She smiles bitterly. Doesn't say anything else. 
you do realise the more you learn from her, the more people are going to get hurt as collateral damage, so you can get cleverer. I'm sorry. You also said it wasn't my fault. It's not your weeping. fault, but if you keep making the decision every day to keep doing it, more people are going to get hurt. I just think you might want to take that into account in your final decision. It's not your fault you're in the situation at all. But if you know it's going to keep happening and you keep doing it, it makes you a little bit responsible. I know it's not what you want to hear and I know it's not nice, but just take it into account with how you proceed. The other thing, she's trying to school her expression, but there's just a little bit of a wince in her eyes. Fair enough. What I've learnt from the people in this room is that you shouldn't push that sort of thing to the back of your mind and just get on with it. You should think about it, you should be conscious of it, and you should let it affect your decisions. You should think about the people you've hurt. She looks away for a moment. They're people too. Just as much as you are. I know it's easier to just go, oh, it's just some random person. But it's not. It never is. It's someone's mum or someone's sister or, you know, someone's dad. It's, it's always, there's always somebody. And the person themselves will never be the same. And you need to think about that. It's easier not to. Don't let yourself not. Olga revels in not. Because to her, I'm sure we're all the same. Insects. No. Olga likes hurting people, I think. I think she does think about it and she enjoys it. But I don't think you're like that, Clara. I know what she would say. Because she did say it when I said this to her. She said to me, they always choose. They always choose to make the deal. Hag magic doesn't work unless you choose it. Mm. Yeah, but, being stupid does not give you a right to hurt them. No, but and I don't also... necessarily agree with that. Glad to hear that. You're not going to... You're not going to get me to step back on every decision I've made in the last three months today. <laughs> um, but... I'm not saying this just to attack you and make you feel bad. You know that. I know. It's strange. I have... met you literally twice... And you've been a part of my life for months. Every all it feels like every other day there's something about you that we're tracking or looking at that I've been following your trail. Apart from a point where you just essentially disappeared 
for several weeks for for a good couple of weeks. Well, that's interesting. Strange, because we didn't know Olga before a good few months ago. We'd never crossed paths before. Why had she taken such a close interest in us? Asked, wouldn't say, interferes with her plans. What do you think, though? Like, what's your opinion? What could there be about us? Huh. Um. If I had to make a guess... She kind of looks between the three of you. Olga sometimes talks about... I don't like the word, but she talks about destiny. About things moving in a certain way. She can see... She really doesn't like to talk about it. But it's come up enough, I think, she can see the future. Right. So, if I had to make a guess, it's not... It Maybe it's something you will do, or may become. Hmm. I think it's some... I think maybe she's seen something in your future or your past she can look at that too um right and well i suppose how did she know about um uh molly and little course and otherwise well i mean did she or did she just dress up as me and say take me to your house i mean it doesn't really take seeing into the future or the past to necessarily not look at us and go this is weird, this is unusual, this could change a lot. Or maybe not it's just Not to be arrogant, that. but we've, you we've have. changed the revolution. We've potentially doomed and saved a town. We've The world's changed because we're in it, because we met. Mm. But Olga's made that more. You know, but she made a wailing sickness. She made a wailing sickness and then we unmade it. To control us. We turned up at her door. A drow outside of their society. A, a halfling with a whole bunch of weapons and a big old grudge in his face. And a dwarf who <laughs> threw magic around. And that's... That's weird. I just wanted a fucking scrying spell. (laughs) (laughs) We've not met anyone else like us. Yeah, we didn't know at that point, did we? No, but think about it. We've carved a path through this continent. Things we've done have had consequences. Uh Everyone else stays where they are, they keep their heads down or they're part of something big we're three people doing a lot of damage and a lot of good so potentially we're a threat to her or something to be used Mm. or she's seeing something in our future that scares her Uh. or that she likes and she's pushing us towards too many possibilities 
we need facts. Yeah. Yeah, it's impossible to know. Let's, we need some way to narrow it down. Let's see what we can find out about this uh, grandmother finger snap person. I mean, I'd be surprised by the amount of time she's been tracking us, but I suppose she's really fucking old. She's got buckets of patience, hasn't she? She's she seen has something big. no shortage of patience. Oh, she's functionally immortal, then. If she doesn't like somebody, she can just wait for them to die. She told me about a time she did that. <laughs> she laughed that a lot. seems really satisfying. Apparently it was. She said your first isn't, it's never, it's not quite as fun after the first one, but you'll always remember the first time you outlive someone you don't like. Hmm. Wow. I kind of feel her on that one. I hate to say it. (laughs) Flora shrugs. That's the sort of shit my mother would say. <laughs> Fucking hell. But The only people I've actively disliked and outlived, I've been the reason I've outlived them. Yeah. <laughs> Leo, who is really quiet during this conversation, <laughs> sort of covers her mouth and then just snorts into her hand. You know, I think it's things like saying things like that are the reason she's interested in us. <laughs> Do you know, if I hadn't actually seen you uh, stab a wave that was trying to kill you, I would call you, I I would argue that you were boasting, (laughs) but... Shit, yeah, it did just look like a wave to you, didn't it? It was, they were sort of sea spirits. To us, they looked like. Big sharks. Now they look of... like waves that were trying to kill us. They're like big sharks made of water. Yeah. To us, anyway. I didn't know they were different to other people. That's a... No, the the waves came up and tried to kill us all. I remember it quite keenly. But they weren't sharks to you. That's a... But there were no sharks. That's a point. Okay, well, they look like shark things. To oh, us. Okay. Same way I saw spiders. But that, right. That's, yeah, let's not go into that. Olga can't see uh... spirits, can she? Or can she? Uh, Clara frowns. She's aware of them, but I don't think she can perceive them in the way that you can. She never had that when she was human, so she didn't. Uh, and I don't know of a, I don't know of a pact that would let you get that. Or and if there is one, either she doesn't know of it, or she wasn't willing to give up whatever it would have cost her. I don't think it's something you can learn. I think it's something you have. I think you can learn to use them. You can learn to control them and do spells with them and all that, but I don't think you can learn to see them. No. Not that I've ever heard of, anyway. I think it's like... It's it's like... I don't know... It's like being able to roll your tongue up. Some people can do it, some people can't. You know, it's not something I you can't do that. <laughs> you look lovely, darling. Clara rolls her tongue up. I can't. Oh. I am. It's a family trait, that, um, I'm told. 
That's it, how we'll do it. We'll go like, around all the tieflings and we'll see if they can roll their tongues That's up. what we'll do. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like that, but a lot rarer, you know? A lot rarer. Right. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I can't do either. I know she has or... a way of, of not talking to them, but interacting with them, even though she can't see them. Something she learned from other people, like there's rituals and so on. I suppose a bit like priests do. There are certain priests who can't see them, but they can ask them to, you know, make sure a dead body doesn't get taken over, or she they knows. can ask them to do certain small bits of healing, or it's, but they're not, they can't see them, but they have a way of talking to them. She nods. I think that's the way it works. Oh, yeah. no, that, yeah. I think that's pretty much the way it works. She collects a lot of things and learns a lot of tricks. But it's all, it's a lot of it's to do with sort of making up for things she doesn't have. Mm. Like humanity. <laughs> I'm not sure if she's trying to make up for that. No. She gives a shit. Still. All right, so, research. Yeah, let's see what we can find out about yeah. this. Uh, yeah, we should go to the university. Probably be the best bet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can get in there pretty easily, and I'm sure they have history books. Mm. She nods. I'm going to take a look around. I'll meet you back here when you return. Okay. All right. goes without saying that if you need a bed or food or anything... We're here. She smiles at that. We can make it so they let you in all the time. It's it's all right. Thank you. But I've gotten pretty used to sleeping rough. There'll be more chocolate tomorrow. That, however, I will definitely come back for. <laughs> um, I'll come back here in the evening as well. Okay. Or later today. I'll keep an eye. After all, I am supposed to follow you. All right. All right. Look after yourself. Be careful. Thank you for not just trying to kidnap me on sight. Why would we do that? You've already been kidnapped. Can't kidnap someone twice. That doesn't. Can can't you? Be, you can't be like double. Do they cancel out? What if if you got kidnapped <laughs> from a kidnapper person? You're just not kidnapped anymore. Are I'm you... not sure that it cancels <laughs> out. Like I think what you're thinking of is a rescue. That would be the word for being unkidnapped, wouldn't it? I suppose. This yes. is why you were the teacher. <laughs> Everyone here is smarter than us. Everybody is smarter than us. I mean, I have a cure for that, but I'm not sharing no, the No, also, you should... She puts a hand protectively over the bag. Darling, I fucking love substances, but that is terrifying to me. Not. Yeah, don't give her substances. But uh, my point is, being me, and I know that I'm done with these things, that is really scary. You need to be careful. It's just one extra strand of control she has over you. And I think you're smart enough, you're obviously smart enough to know that. She nods. 
And you know what she does with people who she can control. Probably better than anyone. Still living. I know. One of them she turned into a giant cockatrice. Anyway. Wow. She gets up off the bed. Wait, does he still have a person mind? (laughs) Ignores that question, opens the door, and leaves. I think I could learn cockatrice. I want to say something to you. She pauses the threshold. Remember what I said. Take time every day. Remember the people who've been hurt, even indirectly. Remember what they look like, who they could have been, what they could have been if you hadn't hurt them. Remember everything. It's going to feel like shit. You'll feel sick. I'm used to feeling sick. You'll feel more sick. You need to do it. It's the only way you're going to um, make a real decision and know what you're actually doing. She holds you guys for a moment. Everything you do as a hag is going to hurt people in some way. The question is always whether it's worth it. You know, it's pretty much never worth it. She looks around to the rest of you. I'll see you later. And leaves. Well. I think you did the right thing there. Thank you. I was alive. Yeah, I mean, that's something. Yeah, it is. Otherwise... Given what we know about Olga, I really seriously doubt she was ever going to just kill someone she could abuse. No, but that doesn't mean that... I've worried every day that her usefulness will run out. And that Mm. will be too late. Mm. Well, let's see what we can't find out about uh, Olga's predecessor. Yeah... I can read really good now. Yeah, sentences and everything. Leo reaches down and ruffles your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's go hit the books, I guess. You don't need to look quite so happy that we have to go and read for hours. I am slightly overcompensating for that... Are you, do you need do you need anything? Are you okay? Is there can you make can any do more chocolate, you? or are you done for the day, Scamp? Um, I am done for the day, but I have sweets. You know what? We did just eat a lot of ice cream. I shouldn't have any more. We should get more ice cream. You're right. Let's get more ice cream on the way to reading. <laughs> you Fuck can it. get co- ice cream. I am getting a coffee. <laughs> I've got coffee. Meg's coffee. Let's just go to a cafe. Coffee yeah, and coffee ice cream sounds really might good. make the coffee bearable. Hmm. Alright. Let's do that. You head out to get coffee and ice cream. It is not bearable. <laughs> it imagine is we, gross. Imagine we sit there in silence staring and just shoving food into our faces for a bit. Like. Your second ice cream trip of the day. <laughs> what would cause uh, Yeah, it'd probably um, have just some drinking chocolate. <laughs> 
Um, the Especially to have some sort of like which is really good weird, with ice cream. Deep flavor of ice cream, like mm. you know, uh, spices in it or something. Mm. It's fairly expensive, but essentially, if, uh, like the you guys have been doing. It's, do you seem that you've been occasionally doing small jobs or just taking a cut of the money that's being paid to the Hesperidia to go pirating and that's just been covering what living expenses have I mean been. to be honest I'm fine for yeah. money like I really am even having given the slaves 500 I'm still fine yeah. like so um, so you set out uh, to the library after glutting yourself on ice cream and coffee um, and hit the books uh, so uh let's call this uh let's call this history checks there's four of you doing it so i will let two people do it with advantage uh no arcana involved in this uh you can try looking from the arcana side uh, and checking different set of uh, of books so you can do this as an arcana check history is really not a thing i have a feeling that um (laughs) maybe leah's history is probably pretty good i was gonna say can leah actually lead this because she would leah can actually lead this yeah you're right uh i would say i help leah yeah okay in which case if you help leah uh, just roll a d20 for me then, I'll, and I'll tell you. Uh, you roll. Cause it help me with the magic bit. All right. <laughs> so I roll one. Yeah. I'll do Arcana. You do history. Oh, sorry. You, you roll roll both of them, and then just tell me what the highest result is, okay. and I'll just add Leah's modifier. Uh, seventeen is the highest. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. Ooh. Uh, Arcana. I got a dirty twenty. Nice. Okay. History so both of you got a dirty twenty functionally out of this. Yeah. Actually, more than that, I think. <laughs> like a twenty-three for Leah. I'm not smart, but I learned to think. With your with your newfound reading comprehension, uh, and your, and cause and helping and cause and helping with the big words, uh, you do a little bit of looking around, uh, and you do find uh, there was uh, you do find information about an incident. Uh, at the uh, one moment, let me just check the name of this location. Can you hear the pens poised to write? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shit, yeah, I, I need to do that. <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, at the cath- uh, there's an incident around the cathedral of Saint Salacia. Uh, Not laughing at a funny name. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, I did too. <laughs> I was just quite sure about it. Yeah. Uh, in uh, which is which is actually the seat of, of the uh, bishop of uh, Porto Souls. Okay. Uh, so that is where that uh, uh, that happened. There is a report. Uh, there, there is a reference to uh, an un- to a plague of petrifications. Uh, that happened in one moment. Let me get the original date, uh, and this is uh, further confirmed in a historical in historical notes that you find mm-hmm. uh, with Leah searching around. In ah, oh, there we go. Fourteen seventy-two. Okay. Uh, in Port O'Sells. It appears that the uh, rash of petrifications was believed to be... uh, The rights of the time don't have a clear... uh, uh, aren't clearly 
sure on exactly what the original cause was. There was concerns that it might have been something somehow acquired from a gorgon that had found their way in from some swamps somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's not really a lot of swampland around, so that's quite confusing. Uh, but eventually the duke of the area marshaled everyone into the uh, cathedral itself and the surrounding areas. Oh, wow. Uh, wall... Uh, evacuated everyone who wasn't affected uh the bishop was the first person to be affected mm. uh and hmm. basically instituted quarantine procedures shooting anyone who tried to get out until everyone had turned to stone and the disease stopped uh there is now a beautiful statue garden of course there uh, is. that is part of the cemetery because they had to do something with the bodies uh, I guess put them in the cemetery is the nicest thing you can do. Yeah, that is like unbelievably disturbing. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's you know, a- yeah. There there is commentary from one of in the history guide of how disconcerting uh, it is because these people were mostly frozen in expressions of horror. Uh, or despair at the fact that they were slowly turning to stone. Yeah. So it's actually a really macabre walk. Uh, however, great on a sunlit summer day, uh, it, uh, as the flower gardens surrounding uh, have some excellent tulip uh, patches. Mm. It makes for a good picnicking spot uh, if you don't look at the statues. I'd imagine that would be like walking around Pompeii or something. Mm. Mm, but no one could. No one was willing to break the statues up. And it wasn't... And because it, was, it felt shitty, yeah. It, yeah. Because that, yeah. No one was really sure. And they didn't want to just bury them in the ground either because they felt... Because there was arguments with the city council at the time about some sort of memorial and warnings against you know, uh, this sort of thing. And eventually they decided, well, they kind of are memorials. And yeah, no, they're, they're, the, the historical commentators have criticised this move extensively. Uh, but by the time... To- but no city council has been willing to revisit it uh, lest they be remembered as the council that killed all of those people that got turned to stone for sure. Yeah. Aren't there spells to reverse petrification? Uh, I mean, out of character, remove curse? Uh, Greater greater restoration can do it. Yeah. Uh, It's a lot of people, though. That's uh, a big spell. Yeah. The answer was essentially yes, and this is actually covered in the arcane books you read. Ironically, uh, the bishop would possibly have been the only person who could have cast that. The bishop yeah. was the only person powerful enough to do it at the time. Yeah, uh, and it's it, it requires a great deal of, from what you can understand, doing that spell requires a great deal of connection with your patron saint. Yeah. Uh, so. At the time, there was a great. There were theological questions as to whether it was right to do it. They uh, they also couldn't get someone on hand, and then there was an incident uh, early on where when the quarantine was happening, where uh, where a stray crossbow, uh, archibus, uh, sort of bolts and early bullets caused chipping of some of the statues and and weathering as well and then since then weathering has happened and now they basically can never turn those people back to people oh they'd just be all fleshy melted no yes the arcane uh, sources also have a very scathing commentary (laughs) 
about uh, this being a lesson in indecision and politics causing people to act too late or not at all. Yeah, fair. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is so fucked up. On a side note, system <laughs> so of anime is going to go far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love System of Anway. She's been one of my favorite characters. She was so cool. Anyway, um, yeah, it is. It, it is basically there is a side note that at the stage they are in, uh, nothing short of the rediscovery of the Holy Grail uh, is likely to make a difference. Um, I don't know if we've ever, uh, actually mentioned if you've actually encountered in Tales of the Holy Grail. I don't think so. Now tell me everything roll, now. Roll at your choice a history or arcana check to see if yes. you know it. I guess. Everyone well, can do this. See if it's come up in my new books I've read. Or religion, actually. All three uh, would count. Twelve. Is it all the same? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all the same for me uh, as well. Yeah. Where would I? I'm trying to think what's the most likely one that I would have done. Seven. I always used to be a cleric. Religion. Nah. Mm. <laughs> or No. Very one-way religion. That wouldn't have taught me about the Holy Grail. Uh, actually, it might have come up. Okay, cool. I'll do religion. Uh, 16. 16, 12, and what was yours, Cousin? Seven. Seven. Oh, Cousin, <laughs> uh, it rings a sort of mythological bell to you, but that nothing else. You've heard the name before. Um, uh, Scamp, with the Arcana check, this was covered in, uh, in one of the sort of arcane historical textbooks that you've been working through with wisdom um and you know you've and you recall sort of filling in the gaps with a bit of um information about uh fairy tales you've heard uh you know that the holy grail was apparently uh, a magical artifact of unparalleled power uh, that used to be in tyre um and it would could supposedly heal any injury uh, it was unclear whether it could be- bring back the dead, uh, but it could save off. Uh, but it could basically, if you weren't actually dead, it could bring you back to full wellness. It could supposedly allow a small number of people to live forever, or a lot of people to remain healthy and you know add a couple of decades on uh, to their lifespans. Uh, until it was uh, s- until it was lost when Tyre was sacked in the uh, I think it was four hundreds. Nope, actually it was even earlier than that in the uh, in the late one hundreds uh, uh, by orcs uh, before orcs started to de- uh, you know back when orcish raiders were a bit less uh, what uh, what the Tyrians certainly would call civilized, and the Grail was stolen. Ah. And lost forever. Uh, the uh, yeah, it seems that before then, however, there was a good couple of centuries where they stuck it up at the mouth, uh, up at, uh, up on the hills near where the river Tyre uh, was fl- uh, was fl- uh, well, Tyre actually uh, was flowing into the city of Tyre, and it made all of the waters magical and healing. Cool. Oh, so the entire so the city massively grew, not having to worry about disease. Of course. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, for for a good couple of centuries, and then when the Grail was stolen, it sort of collapsed in itself a bit as well. Figures. Because due yeah. to the sudden reappearance of disease. Yeah. And yeah. So I know this from the. Religion you know that, check, yeah. uh, but you also know from your religion check that the apparently, according to from your studies, there is a little bit of studies of surface religion. Uh, the Grail was made uh, from the uh, 
was was apparently a Tiersh, and this was told in somewhat scathing tones by uh, by your uh, your original religion tutors uh, before Leah came along. Um, was supposedly a tear shed by the regent for the yeah. suffering caused when defeating and slaying the Tarask. Mm. Oh, right. Um, and it was a tear that took physical form, uh, but the, it was apparently so such a such uh, yeah it was such an outpouring that the regent couldn't make another one when the first one got lost mm-hmm. fair also i imagine they'd be like this is what the heathens believe <laughs> yeah yeah mm. i'm gonna say that i relay this and i tell that bit in a scathing tone and they go sorry that's that's just how i was always taught it <laughs> i realize that's quite rude in, in front of people who believe in the regents <laughs> This, yeah, that was just automatic. Sorry. <laughs> Leah shrugs. Like, I mean, it was a long time ago, yeah. even by Elven standards. I mean, you're from Tyre, aren't you? I've spent a lot of time there. Uh, there I have seen some of the old structures and uh, the works, and the, I've seen I've seen depictions of uh, the uh, of the Grail. It looks kind of like a like a big ruby or something. But they're quite, they're very old ones, and a lot of them are reimaginings. Oh, fair enough. Because, of course, no one's seen it in 1500 years. Mm. Yeah. Maybe a bit more than that. She thinks, doing her maths. 1600 <laughs> years. Oh, very long time. <laughs> um, but no. But yes, I mean, I imagine something like that would have come in a lot of use from what you said with the whole whaling sickness. Yes. Yeah. How the fuck did she cure the whaling sickness? Probably not with the grail. I'm I mean, guessing. probably not with the grail, oh, but like, know. how? Um. How did. I don't know. I, I mean, mean we can do some big shit, but like. That's really. I'm not that's, sure I appreciated how massive that was. That's a question to ask Clara next time we see her, because yeah. it seems like. She started it as well as. Cured it. Yeah. True. Very true. You also, um, what did she say? <laughs> Relating to this. Yeah, because it relates to it. Give me another religion check, actually. Um, just for just me? for fun. Yeah, just seeing if, if, if you remember this. Ooh, that's not as good. Uh, nine? Nah, there's something that's making you think about f- the phoenix, but it's not coming to, to your mind. Do you remember anything about phoenixes? I feel like there's something to do with the phoenix. Can well, I... there's one phoenix. Ah. There was one phoenix. It was one of the three great titans. Um, mm. The kraken, the tarasque, and the phoenix. If the kraken's up there with the tarasque. <laughs> that makes... I'm sure we'll kill it, no problem. <laughs> no floor in this plan. From what I remember from Regent School... Um, and a bit of study around at the time, the regent uh, and her armies slew the Tarasque, they banished the phoenix, and at that point the kraken pretty much just retreated into the oceans and that one isn't really covered much, so I guess maybe they tried and failed. It did what the kraken does when whatever it's attempting to do is complete or it doesn't need to feed, it retreats to wherever it goes. Wait. 
yes. Or sleeps, I suppose. Oh, although that does remind me of something, actually, now that I think about it. Phoenix down. Um, when they sealed away the phoenix, uh, the church collected a whole bunch of, well, apparently it's feathers. Uh, and that's, every now and again you'll hear about people being brought back from the dead. They use that. Oh. oh interesting. You can't just use that, though. It needs the intervention of a saint. Uh, but right. apparently that's, wow. ve- which is why people don't get brought back from the dead all the time. And of course, it's been 17, it's been nearly 1800 years since the phoenix was sealed away, so that's, they don't get it, there's no more of that. Right. So they they tend to, yeah, I remember, I remember learning about that. They The church still has some, mm. but they tend to parcel it out they very, ration. very infrequently. Mm. Yeah, you'd... You you want to be uh, fairly certain you were using it on somebody who was, well, whose absence would be catastrophic. Yeah. Suddenly, very glad we have that massive favour from them. Yeah. Uh. I'm, I mean, still, I'm and, not sure that's enough, you know. And I'm hoping we don't yeah. ever. Well, we don't have to cash that in anytime soon. Yeah, I'm really hoping that doesn't come up. <laughs> Although, wait, you have a, you have a favor from the Holy Mother. Yeah, we um, saved a continent potentially as a result of what happened in Crossroads. No, that probably would qualify. That, that you know, like... we did save a continent. I'm sorry, that would have fucked everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, blah. The thing with the shadows that I told you about. Yes, of course. We I, also I did so much dumb shit while we were doing it. We were fucking idiots. History's not going to remember any of that. It's the... History won't remember us at all there. No, well, mm. we made that decision, and I think it was probably the right one. Oh, it oh was. yeah, no, yeah. it totally was. Definitely was. All right, but I guess we've we've got a location, Porter Sowls. Yeah, that was three hundred and twenty odd years ago. Worth a look, though. Yeah, worth a look. I mean, if it's the only lead we have that doesn't involve talking to, she kind of gestures with a thumb. No, I'm fine without more hag deals. Mm. I really am. <clears throat> Unless we get really desperate, but mm. really rather not. There have been so many. <laughs> There's no rush. We can always message. We can do a sending. We don't have to ask her while we're here. True. If it comes to it. We can get in touch. Yeah, she'd love it. That's true. And I mean. Hey, she might be here right now. She can go invisible, can't she? <laughs> Scrimshaw! You here? <laughs> I'm gonna do the invisible searching thing and just sort no, of wave my arms around. But ah, for the first time, when I've been rolling these, I rolled a twenty, which is what you need to succeed. Celestia, you feel the unmistakable feeling of being watched. Ah, but for once, you feel like if you want to, you can try and throw that sense off. Oh, I do so. Okay, 
you sort of feeling that kind of innate resistance to magic that everyone I has. Go, oh, you little fucker. Kind of sort of stand up and like... It's like you can just almost see like a very faint outline of an eye or something in the air and you just bat it and it breaks. Do I know what who was it hurt? was? Yeah, do either of no, us see this? You don't know who it was. You just know that someone was scrying on you at that moment. Someone was scrying. I've never felt that before. Regent, damn it. All right, well... But they, did, they didn't get in, whoever they were. I threw it off. I felt when they started looking, I think. Good. I think they just started and I felt it and I threw it off, but I, I've never felt that before, so if people have been looking, I haven't known. All right, well, glad it you did it this time. Or it, I mean, it might be over, it might be somebody else. Well, whoever it is, we don't want them seeing what we're doing. Maybe we should be more careful about what we say. Not all the time. Yeah, it's... If we're travelling elsewhere, it's going to be really hard. Yeah, we've, we've got to uh, either uh, be careful every hour of the day and night, or we've got to find some way of uh, neutralising that kind of... We've s- talked about this. Yeah. It's not possible right now. Unless we're in somewhere like the Courts of Justice, there's fuck all we can do about the fact that people can scry on us right now. Mm. Speaking of which... Um... I mean, that's the first time I've ever resisted it or felt it. Uh, mind you, I'm never very good at these sorts Look, of things. There is no, one person we know that's who. That's why she's going after yeah. you. There is one. Also, she's got, she's got my hair. If it's Olga, mm-hmm. makes it much easier. What were you going to say, Corzin? So there is one person we know definitely is scrying uh, on us on a regular basis. We've got to take them out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, my lot is um. Something else entirely, but I mean that's a point actually. You're from what you said. Your family seems to be the the sort of people who would have the the ways and means to scry on you oh, if yeah. they wanted to. They probably do it every day, darling. We have a lot of money. Yeah, but if if they have scryed on you and uh, seen where you are then well Well, they might not have done that's the thing with scrying it's a bit random isn't it they could have looked at me while things could have happened to pop up while I'm having a shit they could have popped up while I'm inside and it's hard to tell where I am they could have popped up I'm gonna start like putting a crate over me every time I go to the toilet (laughs) (laughs) because fuck this nonsense (laughs) I've been on ships lad where that's the only way you're guaranteed privacy I mean, shitting on the fucking regret was terrifying. That plank was <laughs> quite scary. That's why I only went at night. <laughs> Does take a while to get used to the seat of ease, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah. um, by the way, just for listeners who did not see our Twitter post a while ago, we found out how people used to shit, like on ships, and there was basically a plank that you dangle over the side with, with a, a hole, hole in it. <laughs> And you would literally just climb out onto it and shit into the sea. And we established <laughs> the sailors apparently were fucking hardcore. And we established um, that Corzin would have to have uh, had a 
strategically sawn plank that he would have to put perpendicular to that so that he didn't fall through. <laughs> I, uh, a poo safety device. And it was, <laughs> 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 and it was called the, the Seat of Ease, which is, is the best name. It's the best name. It's the sort of high quality content you tune into this podcast for, I believe. Um, History Celestia and shenanigans. Celestia says, yeah, I mean, boats were fucking terrifying enough, and then somebody told me where I had to shit, and it was, yeah, there was a lot. I was really seasick. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure my mother will have had a good laugh at that. Uh. But um, but that's the thing. Like, we we don't know when they would have scried. Scrying, you only get ten minutes of a day. Mm. How likely is it that that particular ten minutes would be interesting? Not wildly. Especially the bit where we're in a forest for like a month. True. We're just in a forest for ages. There, there was, was some interesting stuff in the forest eventually. There was, but nowhere that they'd know where it was. Them, yeah. I'm not sure I want them knowing it even exists. True. Very true. Oh well. Alright. Shall we um head back to the apartment, I suppose? Yeah, meet Clara. Yeah. And then get on our way. Oh yeah, I'm stupid. Well, somebody's just done it, so I doubt that they're doing yeah. it right this second. But it you might be worth never saying. Yeah. You do know from observing scrying spells being cast, it does take ten minutes to cast them. Yeah. So, should we come up with a word that we say if we want to refer to her? Would that be helpful? Yeah. Uh, you mean Clara? Yeah. Stop saying the name. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Leave her face palms again. Well, you just said that it's unlikely. That, never mind. Anyway. Um, Depending on who was trying that time. What should, what should we call her? Margaret. <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> Margaret it is Fantastic <laughs> I really wasn't expecting anyone to accept that I just said the first name that came into my head Let's go with Margaret Fabulous They'll never think that we're talking about a little girl Which is actually really helpful <laughs> Let's do that Well it's better than what my suggestion was going to be Which was Jimacy No <laughs> I feel like that'll invoke some sort of weird ancient magic thing Leah just don't ask Just don't even that, don't, no. Is that even a real name? No No it's not Apparently. It's not a name. <laughs> <laughs> you head back to the Palace of Justice, um, where uh you where Clara is once again waiting for you. Um is there in the interest of time, is there anything you don't tell her? Or not me personally, but anyone else? Uh no, I mean Literally all we've um, really uh, discovered that uh, relates to this is um, it is the story about uh, hmm. about poor ourselves. So it's yeah. <sighs> I don't feel like there's anything that she couldn't find if she wanted to. Yeah, and it is stuff point. we need her to know yeah. if we're okay. yeah. yeah. I don't think there's any real secrets okay. in there. She nods. All right, I'm more productive. Than uh, me just sort of snooping around. Okay, do we have a way to? I mean, I know you have a way to get to Porter Cells. 
I may need to stow away on board. If you do that, um, okay. then, well, if I'm on, if I'm below decks in a ship and she scries on me, she'll know I'm on board a ship. And well, she, she told me think, to follow you. Yeah, she could think you've stowed away to follow us. If we don't spend much time with you, which I know sucks a bit, but mm. she shrugs. We can get other people to bring you food and that kind of thing. She's left me alone for time before. What's the longest amount of time she's left you alone for? About six days was the longest when she had to go do something. This is a but uh, she was she before we left. She said I should take I could do with some time to practice things on my own and in any case she wouldn't be back for a while so that's um, it's worth knowing what the upward limit something. of how long she's willing to leave you is well probably not much more than a month don't get me wrong I think she as much as she might enjoy leaving me without any brain juice for a while she knows that if she leaves me too long, I might get used to being just thinking normally again. Mm. Yeah. So she will come back. She'd probably want you to have a couple of days where you found things hard. She so that you'd be glad that she'd be back. So equally, we know that she's probably not going to come back very soon. Or she wouldn't have given me all of these. You know mind games are still mind games if you know somebody's doing them to you, right? She nods. That was one of the early lessons. <sighs> Alright, well we have at least something to go on for the moment. We have a heading. Alright. Is it somewhere you. that's useful for our ship is this going to be something we need to negotiate yeah Leah this is your territory Leah thinks for a Portus I've been keeping track of things and Portus Cells is a bit of a strange one broadly right now the country is divided between north and south to the south is where most of the royalist uh, forces are the ones who want, who want to keep things the old way they've largely gathered together around the duchess de vond in vondion and uh colonel marie honore a matches counterpart who mm. decided not to side with the assembly right they have uh but so porto Sals is in the south but it's a bit of a strange one it's almost a sort of island of non-compliance with either side they're not actively supporting the monarchists uh well the royalists obviously we're trying for the we're trying to hammer out constitutional monarchy right now um but they're also not actively sending aid to the assembly they've sort of the the city itself has sort of raised forces to defend itself and is stuck in a quiet sort of fight between the local capitalists uh, uh, who have a lot of power there and the church who also have a lot of power there mm. and she sort of gestures with her a sort of waving motion with her hands hard to say either way we should be able to dock there Mm -hmm. uh, without causing too much trouble 
But if we leave the city, things might get a little bit hairy. Because mm. outside of the city, we're heading more into monarchist loyal areas. Okay. Do you think Briggs would be up for going there? Well, it does actually take us in uh, into the same sort of areas we've been patrolling to try and uh, stop the... I suppose you could say the royalist privateers. Right. I'm sure if we talk to if we talk to like the colonel or something, then someone will have work for us out that way. Mm. Well, we're... that'll make it look not suspicious. She nods. I mean, Briggs also just has a mandate to do that anyway. So, and it's mind. not like we've never forged paperwork before. <laughs> All of my papers are entirely real and I have no idea what you're talking about. How dare you? <laughs> she laughs. I um, hold up my passport that says fucking Celestia Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have another one as well. <laughs> you have two passports. Well, that, like. <laughs> um, that actually is the legal one. <laughs> uh, so, she, <laughs> But no, and besides, I think Briggs previously said he's willing to ferry you around to places if it'll help the if it'll help the uh, the 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 cause and in a broad sort of way this will literally help the world if we yes. get rid of her we she just made... need it to look really legitimate because yeah we don't want her suspecting i think it can though i don't feel like that'd be a, that'd be a yeah. huge problem All right, I guess we'll uh, we we best uh, all head out. Let's get on. Yes, I think we had. Uh, so you make your preparations, and again, smoothing over the passage of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scamp, do you provide magical transportation? Uh, yes. Cool. Just checking whether or not you do for this. Uh, although, hmm, is it going to mean that we have to that we end up losing Clara to some degree because uh, she can't travel that fast. Interesting. One moment. Clara's uh, uh, Clara thinks about this. Hmm. And you're travelling that far. No, I can make that distance. I'll I know how to ride a horse. I can You need us to get you one. Impressive. She smiles. I can I can lay my hands on a horse easily enough. Do you need money or anything? You've she shakes money. her head. I've, I suppose, if we want to do this properly, it's fine. I can, I can find. I can, I, I can buy horses if need be. How do you mean buy? Do you mean with money, or do you mean with a weird pact? Money is easier. Okay, good. Just checking, because <laughs> if not, I was going to give you money for a horse. <sighs> But, um, yeah, you do that. Let's... Let's hurry on there. Okay. Then I will make horses. You conjure some horses, and riding hard, uh, you reach uh, delay within a day. Upon the... uh, On the 26th, in fact. Uh, With... uh, uh, And it is not long... And it's actually about six hours later that... Riding a different horse to the one she set out with, you get the feeling Clara has traded horses in the time between where she was able to find them. Uh, Clara rides a very exhausted horse <laughs> into town. 
which she uh, uh, which all she says is Alfred make sure she finds a good home it leads her away and when she returns later does not have a horse anymore I don't think we spend time with her though I think no, we keep she, our distance no. she, she yeah I think she we wouldn't the, want to be seen with you her you wouldn't want to be seen with her I think there's a there's a brief moment where shall you shall we say we give her one of these helmets like yeah, just for the time I think being it, I think it's worth doing well they're not helmets yeah. anymore but yeah. I mean, not helmets, yeah. but you know. Who I mean. wants to? Who is willing to give up their hat piece? I will. Okay, cool. She takes the horn cuff and sort of just wraps it around her wrist. Um, so, by the time uh, as you get in, however, uh, there is uh, you're greeted. Uh, you head up to the ship where Briggs uh, that, that, that meets you. Ah, good to see you. I uh, hope you've had. Hello. Hello. Hello again. Hope you've um, had some ni- had a nice time in the capital. Uh, any? We're thinking about heading out uh, back out soon. Also, something arrived for you. What? He uh, picks up. Uh, he uh, produces a small note uh, wrapped in some uh, wrapped in purple ribbon. Oh shit. <laughs> Balls. No. With a with neat writing on it saying Celestia Stardust. No fuck balls ass shit. There was a runner delivered this. Said it was to be opened by you directly. Oh fuck when? It. Um just said to hand it to you. Seems how long ago? Oh, um this would have been yesterday. Right. Oh. Do you think we can get away with a loophole by getting Briggs to keep it? <laughs> if I haven't actually touched it, technically I haven't received it, have I? Uh, I d- didn't the... I mean, we do have like four months to do whatever thing it is. Also, by opening the previous one, didn't you... Like... Oh yeah, no, I'm in with the deal, but only when I actually get the message. Technically, I haven't yet. Technically, Briggs has got it. So, <laughs> if... <laughs> Someone else would. I haven't it. taken it yet. <laughs> if someone else would open this it, is this a loophole you would risk? Not really. I mean, if we've that's got that's not a loophole, and you know what? <laughs> we better the not really have we? <laughs> We've got we've got four months. It's quite a long time. Four months with a couple of weeks leeway. The side of that as well. So I, I feel should, like we're being very should, optimistic. Just open this, really, shouldn't I? It's going to be horrible. Let's not kid let's ourselves. Just, let's but just, you should definitely do it. Let's just rip this off. Let's do it. Okay. Thank you. Let's take the letter from The it. moment you take it, the purple ribbon <laughs> flashes and fizzles. And oh, God. Maybe we could have left it. It itself. <laughs> oh, I hate this. Uh, and it drops Ooh. to the floor, losing some of its colour. Well, that was weird. Uh, yeah. The little letter opens up, and there's a, there's a couple of things inside it. Uh there is actually a small... The first thing that's a physical object... There's a letter, and there's also a physical object, which is a very small, about the size of your thumbnail, uh, charm that appears to be made out of bone. It's in the shape of uh, a... It's just a sort of circular uh, bone charm carved with the same sort of hatched A symbol uh, as on the rings that uh, uh, Old Mother Scrimshaw wears on one side, and on the other side, a... Strange little sort of smiling face. Uh, the letter, uh, when opening it, contains a 
a small written message, and also a drawing uh, of what appears to be a jar, uh, which has several, which uh, which seems to have sort of uh, a wood or maybe metal top and bottom, mm -hmm. uh, with rivets around it, a glass sort of tube uh, around the exterior, and floating inside it a um, a slightly ambiguous lump of something. Oh god. <laughs> it's not really clear what it is from the sketch. And in fact the sketch itself looks a little ambiguous. Written in my notebook jar with floating lump. Yes. <laughs> the sketch lump jar. <laughs> yeah, the lump itself is a little ambiguous as if they're not quite sure what's in there. But the jar itself is very well described and you can see that there is a, a series of uh, markings in dwarvish that have been written on the top, uh, like along the lip of the uh, of the jar as well. Oh, you can read. Is dwarvish. that dwarvish? Let me see. I can see that. Uh, roll an arcana check between oh, no. us, as we can both speak yes. broken dwarvish. Can me and Scamp read it yeah. together? Uh, arcana check. That's a fifteen. Yeah, you can tell that this is uh, it's dwarven, but it's kind of in the way that it's dwarven arcane uh, arcane writing. So it's more like a series of uh, of instructions mm -hmm. uh, or, that don't necessarily make the sense on their own. But you get the feeling that this is some that that by the description of what the uh, of the individual words they represent, this has to do. This is possibly necromancy or abjuration themed, or maybe both, okay. in terms of the style of magic it invokes. Uh, the letter reads, Celestia. I have decided upon my favour. You are to retrieve this jar of preservation and its contents, unopened and unspoiled, to me. It is currently in the possession of a collector in Kion by the name of Destin Su Colin. In order to avoid being caught out by fakes, place the charm upon the jar. If the charm lights up, you have the correct jar. Mm -hmm. And it's signed with the same a sort of hash symbol. And that's all it says. All right. Well, it is on our way, I suppose. I mean, there's not much in Kion right now. Leah that collector it. might still have if he's the in other the... thing. Yeah, and also if he's in the rich bit. True. Right, he'll still be fine. The rich bit survived. Yeah, and after... After two weeks, you'd hope at least there's been some uh, attempt to uh, to salvage what could be. Leah looks at you and says, "True. I mean, we've got four months. We can we could do it on the way, or we could do it on the way back, or even another time. Maybe the way back. I mean, Olga's not going to be away that long. Is she? We don't know how long she's actually gone for." So it might be good to do that first because that's more time sensitive and then mm. drop into Kion later. What do you think? I'm just worried that things will get... Well, it won't be there. We know it's there now. If it moves, we've got no information. We also have no reason to think it'd move if it's just with some collector. 
in a city that's been destroyed recently, I'd be looking to move. True. Although, um, there was talk of, well, uh, one of the other eyes being there. With a collector. Mm. Well, you felt one, didn't you? Yes. Like I say, the other thing, it might be worth taking the time. Well, we're mm. probably going to have to stop off there on the way uh, to Port Ourselves anyway, because it's one of the uh, uh, bigger settlements on the way there, or, or at least was. How long will it take to get to Port Ourselves? It's 500 miles. Should take, um, it's close to six, but pretty close. It'll take us uh, about four days. We should actually arrive just about New Year's Eve, maybe New Year's Day. Right. Mm. Fitting. I don't know, what do you think? Should we drop into Khan on the way there? Or... Also worried that she'll catch up or she'll catch on. That's why I'm inclined to say Porto Sal's first. Mm. I just feel like I'm more worried pressingly about Olga than I am about anything else. Because she will come back, especially if she realises what we're doing. Yeah. Okay, let's go Olga first then. That's, that's just my instinct. I don't know if that's wrong, but... All right, so um, guess <laughs> we'll go, we're going to... Know. What? Okay. Better the hag you know, kind of. Yeah. Thing. That's kind of how <laughs> I... Scrimshaw's terrifying, but we know yeah. just how bad Hulk is. And, like, there's, you know, like, OC, literally, like, one month versus four months is what I'm doing. <laughs> I know it's dumb, yeah. but, like, it's there's a one-month deadline and there's a four-month deadline. I know which one I'd go for first. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well... It's been a while since I've been to Porto Sands. I guess we'll... Uh, I do think we should go to Kion straight afterwards, don't get me wrong. But hmm. All right. In which case, uh, let's all... Uh, everyone, get to your... Uh, let's, uh, we'll call in the uh, crew. We're about ready to go soon anyway. And I guess we'll take a trip to the sunny sunny it's the middle of it's still late winter <laughs> uh, south of Seoul. that's a question actually has Corzin been to uh, Port of Sales before shall I roll a history uh, check you roll a history check to see if you have 19 you have uh, it's quite a nice place uh, from what you remember there is a lot of uh, uh, there's a large uh, degree of industry that, uh, uh, industry there. It has some pretty lively dockyards. There's a big famous cathedral with, actually, now that you remember it, oh, you have seen that statue garden. And you, know, oh. you didn't really think anything of that. Because oh. <laughs> they're all That's a history really weathered. You, wish you and... didn't roll. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because you don't really. I thought half of them were, like, just gargoyles. Oh. For the love of the region, <laughs> uh, there is that you recall there being quite a bit of money, yeah, a, a fair amount of money there as well. It's quite, it was, it was at least a, a, a fairly well-off place, uh, and generally quite friendly. So, uh, with that okay. in mind, you are going, uh, you head off, 
and begin the uh, uh, the sailing trip to Port O'Sales, which is where we'll pick up after these no doubt important messages. And now for a word from our friends over at the Roaring Trainers. Welcome to the Roaring Trainers Canto in the Jazz Age, a real play, 5e, D&D podcast set in a 1920s Pokemon world. Follow Wesley, Sundoran, Atticus, and little Abby as they meet new friends, discover new Pokemon, and explore the landscape on their Pokemon journey. With mature themes, funny jokes, and sometimes dark storylines, the Roaring Trainers is a story for those of us who grew up on Pokemon and are looking for a Pokemon adventure that grew up with us. Follow them on Twitter and find them on any podcasting app by searching The Roaring Trainers. took everything from us, Abby. I don't know who they are. I know the Red Rocket, but I don't know what that means. I just, I gotta find out though. How am I supposed to beat all the gym leaders if I don't have any more Pokemon and if I can't win any battles? Fail more. The more you learn, the better you'll get. Everything in life is just an experience. It's all data. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Roaring Trainers, Kanto in the Jazzy. It's not easy, being the apprentice of a hag. You don't get a lot of time to spend on leisure activities. But what time I do tend to get, I like to spend listening to flintlocks and fireballs, and making sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to them. And to tell my friends, if I had any. Bye. And welcome back. After four days at sea, setting out on the 26th, the Hesperidia, with all of you in tow, heads to the port of Port O'Sals. The, uh, as the ship draws in on the evening, the early evening, of the 30th of falling snow, the last night of the year 1797. Oh, weird. We're not going to be in 1797 anymore. I feel strange. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I won't remember it until right before 1799. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, <laughs> so accurate. The, um, the snow... The snows and rain of the last few days have cleared, and there is a clear, bright sky above. You can see the stars strewn across the uh, dome of the atmosphere above, like callously spilt uh, celestial milk. (laughs) Below, however, as the Hesperidia sails into port, you can see the city's own collection of stars. Bright lights from every window, from lanterns hung out on long ropes across streets, many of them paper uh, with small candles burning inside, brightly coloured decorated in a variety of ways even with the privation 
and the violence of the revolution and the famine. People have been able to find what they can to celebrate the ending of the year and the hope and promise of a new one. The streets are filled and as you make port you can see that the people here are doing, if not well, then acceptably. There is a certain hurriedness to grab uh, the food that has been made available. And you do notice there are some people who are ferrying cartloads of bread to stands where it is actually not being sold, but given. Uh, and as you sort of, as you disembark, and say, causing with your passive perception, you hear there are people, uh, you hear the, uh, the words of uh, someone mentioning, uh, as they call that, bread, bread, get your bread, get to your, <laughs> I haven't done this for you. Bread, bread, get your bread in celebration of the new year, uh, courtesy of the grace of uh, Master Schrotz, uh, who looks out for all of his workers here in the shipyards. And there's many people who are, who are sort of raising a bit of bread or a little bit of ale, which has been made available. And like, ah, yes. oh, well, <laughs> to Mr. Schwartz. Would I have heard of that person from the last time I was here? With that 19 you got before the break, uh, yes, yeah. uh, you actually have heard of him. Uh, he is uh, an orcish-born um, fellow. Uh, he is also an orc uh, who came from, but in the sense of having come from Assyria. Uh, yeah. Oscar Schwartz is a uh, is one of the magnates of the shipping industry okay. uh, and the shipbuilding industry. You know that um, unlike the na the more sort of military uh, doc. Uh, a dry docks in Kayon, uh, Porto Sals has long been famed for producing a variety of civilian shipping. Okay. Uh, and there are a number of shipwrights here, and even as uh, looking around the docks, you can see the great dry docks, uh, which are busy working on various uh, ships under construction. And indeed, the people hanging around the docks taking part in this celebration uh, are likely all workers who if even if they're not working for uh schwartz's shipyards or other ancillary uh businesses know people or directly benefit from the work that he provides right uh you can also see across the on the other side is the uh as a bit like kion there is a river that bisects portocells uh, you can see that there are festivals and celebrations going on towards the cathedral uh, of St. Cilicia, Uh some of which are a little bit more tame. You see, you can just make out the, the sort of mass of light that comes from a crowd of people holding candles and singing, uh, whereas uh, 
in places. However, there are the same sort of street parties and there's, yes, very much a sense of relief. Uh, so, you make your way out onto the docks and as you're looking around, you catch sight of them at a, for a moment of a blonde, uh, disfigured girl in a blue travelling coat who nods to you, Corson, and then slips back into the crowds. Right. Uh, well, that's one question answered. Hmm. I turn to the others and uh, say, Margaret appears to have made landfall. Who's Margaret? Oh, right. Good old Marge. Margaret. <laughs> So I know we're here for a really harrowing reason, but this is really fucking beautiful, isn't it? Is this what it's always like? Uh, well, this is, I think, uh, more specifically because of the time of year it is, but yeah. Winter. But like, there's stars, but there's also stars down here. It's fucking excellent. We never did anything this cool for New Year. Oh, New Year, yeah. What did they do for uh, New Year back in Scarl's Cove? I don't know. I'm not good at calendars. Mm. <laughs> we usually had a big horrible church service. Your Figures. people are obsessed with those. Oh, shit. <laughs> this, this, Leo chips in. There's not really a lot of seasonal progression in no. the Underdark. Right. I think it's a bit less fun when you don't get weather. Speaking of churches, we should probably find this church, shouldn't we? Yes. Um, yeah. Well, the cathedral isn't uh, too hard to miss, and I point in the direction of it. <laughs> and it is actually, and it doesn't take long for you to uh, make your way over there. Uh, as you do so, you kind of pass through the uh, uh, through the throng of individuals uh, busy looking around. Try, uh, you know, uh, there, are, there are some, as I said, there are some stands essentially handing out bread and beer, uh, but there are also people just selling, you know, things like hot sausage in a bun and the like, and you're able to pick up anything like that if you I want. I think might get a baguette or something. Yeah. Yeah, we totally get food. I feel like we kind of meander our way there and get food yeah. and beer and yeah. kind of kind of enjoy the sights a bit. I feel like I would anyway. I don't know. Prices yeah. are still high <laughs> and fine. Uh, for where food is being sold and indeed higher than usual so i say that between the four of you like it's a silver piece each uh, on just various yeah, cool. bits I'll of spot Leo, yeah hmm. are they selling any like touristy things or toys for children or anything stupid yes there are those little windmill things on a <gasps> stick i want one i want one i want one <laughs> i want to buy scamp a windmill thing <laughs> Okay, you spend a copper piece on a wind on a windmill thing, uh, and uh, they 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 have streamers. Uh, there are there are there is even one uh, one halfling, uh, a small halfling child. Get your sparklers! One copper piece of sparkler. What's a sparkler? He holds up what looks like a bunch of iron sticks. You set these on fire and they do this, and he sets one on fire and it sparkles. That is. <laughs> Starts waving it around. One of my favourite things I've ever seen, and I'd like to buy loads, so many. <laughs> oh yes, I'm very welcome. Happy to sell you more. Great, I buy like twelve sparklers. <laughs> you can incorporate that into your fire pieces. breathing act. 
I give one of them to each of us, obviously, yeah. and we have a lovely five minutes fucking about with sparklers because this is the greatest thing. <laughs> so he's gonna buy one uh, of those uh, little windmills uh, things, but put it in his uh, backpack immediately, going for a little course. you're very sweet. You should see it when uh, when the uh, when it hits midnight. They're gonna have the fireworks. What a fireworks. Uh, what does that mean? Oh, we've, no, we've seen fireworks. Oh, no, we have seen fireworks. I'm sorry. I've, yeah, retcon that. That was a play of because <laughs> I forgot that we had seen fireworks. They just weren't very good. Yeah. Were you fireworks at the time? usually... No, it was in the fucking horrible... Castle um, Castle thing. Yeah. You've seen fireworks. Says to you guys, are fireworks usually fun? Oh, yes. Generally, yes. They weren't fun that time. Nah, no, that was I... a bad day. Oh, you shouldn't stand next to them when they go off. <laughs> no, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> that was a mistake Mattia made. <laughs> Don't have any relatives in Crosswater, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Thinks for a moment. I think so. Uh, I feel like Mum's second cousin lives there. She married into the. She married into the Saxes. No, that, there we go. Yep. I yeah. think so. Yeah, it's uh, family resemblance. Yeah, you've just... even got the accent weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> Considering where the country we're in, it's <laughs> definitely not because the DM has one child voice, <laughs> one little boy voice. Over across the street, you see a guy go, uh, 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 another halfling, get your firecrackers! One cup of this for a firecracker! Um, what are firecrackers? He says, you let them on fire and then you throw them on the ground and they crack! That sounds so much fun, I want 12 of those as well. You also okay. spent 12 comments. Fantastic. And yeah, they are as advertised. You know, I can just make fire, right? This is so much more fun. We don't do this shit in the underdark. Okay. It's boring. <laughs> I let a firecracker off. Causing <laughs> gestures to his bombs and goes, it's basically a weaker one of these. But it's pretty and stupid, and there's no point to it, and it's lovely. Armed <laughs> like, with. Right. Can I have some, please? Yes, of course you can. Have some firecrackers. With firecrackers, sparklers. Um, um, we spend a good like ten yeah. minutes writing our names with fucking sparklers yeah. and fucking about. By the way, um, I spell my right nearly. <laughs> you what? I spell my name right nearly. <laughs> Scamp, you write scump in the air. <laughs> I try and draw a really fast picture of us all with the sparkler. Roll a performance check. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I so want this to be good because it'll be so good if it is. I'm so invested in this role for this stupid thing that I'm doing. It is. Oh, God, it's really 27, man. You, <laughs> light, you light two sparklers and with just like a frenzied activity, there's like, it's kind of not working and then just for one perfect moment. I feel like the rainbow spirit comes in and like freezes yeah. the image. <laughs> yeah, and indeed the rainbow spirit sort of reaves around it and just and the image just holds in the air perhaps a few seconds longer than is entirely natural and I feel like if you're looking at the sparkler switch, yeah. it goes rainbow for a second like just for a second yeah just for a second and it just holds before fading 
fucking love sparklers. That was <laughs> impressive. That, that was really good. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I do a theatrical <laughs> stupid bow. Um, <laughs> you head on out. Uh, you head on the rest of the way to the cathedral, uh, which is a very much classic sort of gothic cathedral although it's very lit up at the moment with all of the individuals uh, who are uh, it seems that the singing at least has paused for the moment although uh, one fellow uh, uh, who is holding a mug of this again quite generously uh, actually this time it's wine so it comes over to you ah hello happy new year happy new year happy new year Oh, you are an interesting crowd. He sort of nope. squints a little bit at, at Scamp. <laughs> looks at his I'm a dwarf. Look, you're not wearing the beard, are you? Nope. <laughs> he looks at the at the wine, sniffs at it, shrugs. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! What bring you? Look like you're from out of town. What brings you to Clown? Uh, not this, not Clown. What brings you to Water <laughs> Sands? I've brought too much to drink. You have, it's fucking miles away. <laughs> well, essentially, what brought us to Port of Sales was a ship. Yeah, a ah, ship. Ah, 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 ah. We travel by ship. We're celebrating the New Year. Fuck it. Yeah, we're here now. Oh, I am glad to hear that. Well, have a good new year. Of, okay, and he returns to, 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 his, to his friends. I'm just, gonna look around and check that nobody's pickpocketing us. Okay, go do a perception check. That's fair. Um, nineteen. Nobody's pickpocketing you. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's happening, but not to yeah, us. Yeah, there are definitely a couple of pickpockets active, but uh, you notice. I just felt like that was a distraction. You, you notice, like, maybe I'm paranoid. No, uh, you notice, uh, like, one kind of uh, slightly shifty looking fellow with a pulled down cap starts to approach, catches sight of all of the weapons Corson is carrying, uh. and just sort of about turns and goes back into the crowd. <laughs> but... <laughs> you see, there is a practical reason to all this. <laughs> sort of ah, you see him startle for a moment and then slip away into the masses of people mm-hmm. okay you've reached the cathedral how uh what how would you like to proceed who would you like to ask you it is actually only a short trip at behind the, the 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 cathedral like graveyard is connected to the main sort of churchyard so although that not too many people are hanging out in the cemetery, you can even from here see the yes, very weathered and kind of Pompeii-esque, uh, statuesque looking uh, field of statues in the back. There are actually gravestones in between them, like they've been scattered around, but it's still right. a little disconcerting. Where yeah. would we start? Is there like a church person we could ask? Uh, you do see a number of. Well, probably volunteers or maybe like less uh, acolytes of the church uh, who are who seem to be like they're, they're dressed in uh, in not exactly robes, but they've got like it's more like they're dressed in uh, quite nice clothing, but with a couple of stole but with stoles on, and who seem to be mo- uh, just sort of helping out with the festivities happening around the cathedral. Uh, I might can... be super paranoid and just sit in the in a quiet bit of the graveyard and start casting detect magic. Okay. I, I will happily. Be useful. I'll happily fuck about with sparklers for ten minutes while you no, do that. No, I mean, no, feel oh. no, feel free to go talk to people, but I'm just gonna. At this point, uh, while you're doing this, Corson will take a, uh, a moment to uh, cast primeval awareness. 
While you two are casting stuff, actually, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that I have a little cup of something. Mm. And um, just take a few minutes to pretend to be slightly drunker than I am, like, celebrating New Year, and just go up to people like, so I'm up from around here. What are those statues? Tell me a story. I want to hear stories. I'm a traveller. Okay. (laughs) Just, Uh, like, really. I'm going to answer that one third, then. Especially anyone who looks important and churchy, but... Yeah. Do the other two first. So, primeval awareness, then. Uh, you find a quiet moment, touch your hand to the ground, and <laughs> pulse out your awareness. So, aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Within six miles. Within six miles, as you are on the coast. Nice. Mm, nothing, actually. This is. Uh, this. Wait, no. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Yes, there is one thing that comes up. Uh, You get a strange sort of sense of wholeness that pings back. Like a, like, uh, like very, it makes you think of pure uh, concordant song. And your mind's going celestial? There's definitely something weirdly angelic popping back from this particular one. Interesting. I relay this. There's like... Wow, it's divine. Something of... Like the the opposite, the polar opposite of a fiend. Huh. That's nice and unexpected. That'd be fun. That could be a nice thing. Generally speaking, at least in my experience, that's good. Um, Scamp, roll a perception check. Yeah. Because it depends on what you see as to whether there might potentially be anything. Uh, 13? It should glow if it is magical. Okay, so you get a few effects. Yes, although things... Do that just rely on line of her sight? Yeah. So there's a few things that come up. First of all, the ground. Ooh. The ground. That's created. All of the ground uh, for about a hundred foot radius around the uh, the cathedral itself. All of the church ground just has a very soft white glow to it to your eyes. Ooh. That's uh, pretty. And yes, this does seem to be some sort of abjuration magic, probably divine in nature. Uh, let me see. And what was your perception? 13? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, as you're looking around... No, you wouldn't... I don't think you would see anyone that might be having any magic items or similar, except, of course, for your own party. Cool. I'll keep it up, because it's concentrating. Yeah. Uh, Celestia, can you roll me an investigation check? Uh... I'm not really investigating now, I'm asking people. You're asking people around. I guess in which case, call this maybe a performance check for drunken acting. Cool. Or maybe this, this would actually be the deception. Deception. Well, uh, I don't know, what do you think? I mean, it was really... Tell you what, um, hmm. I would have pegged it as persuasion if you hadn't. Said I mean, this anything, is persu- this is the thing. Like... Uh, this is investigation, but use your charisma as your base stat. Because you are asking around for information. Trying to work that out. 
Uh, what's your all right, sorry, what's your intelligence it's, it's modifier? It's just numbers. Why what's your, what's to your intelligence you? modifier? Um, plus one. Okay. Do an investigation check and add four onto it. Okay. So that's a good way of working out. Yeah. Because this is more like a... It's a charisma-based investigation. Yeah, so it's the same as what I have for deception. Cool, yes. So that's fine. That's a dirty 20. Okay. Nice. So you're sort of asking around, like, what's the deal with the statues and everything? Uh, and, yeah, talking to a few of the local patrons, especially with some of the acolytes, uh, it seems the uh, bishop herself is busy preparing for mid- uh, you know, for the New Year Mass and everything uh, that's, that's going to be happening. Uh, the one of the acolytes is like, ah, oh, those old things. I heard there's a story where they got turned, uh, where it used to be people and they got turned into it. Yeah, including the old bishop. He mostly goes on and sort of relays a slightly garbled version of the story you already know. In fact, but the thing is actually, uh, I mean, I don't know this. Like, yeah, he he looks like maybe in his mid-teens, human. Um. But if you want to get a first uh, hand account, I suppose uh, you could always uh, uh, you could always talk to uh, Yorist. Um, Who's that? Oh, Yorist. Uh, he's uh, a ship. He's um, oh, <coughs> he's Schwartz's uh, Schwartz's main ship, right? Yorist uh, okay. Holrazer. Uh, he's a dwarf. He's like I don't know, four hundred years old. I think he was around when it happened. Wow. So he probably remembers. I mean, good luck getting, you know, uh, I mean, good luck getting uh, getting a talk with him. He's probably, although, you know, dwarves, they're always working. So they're probably still in the shipyard even uh, even tonight, but... Probably. But hey, you never know if, you, if you're if you if you're around and you want to talk, you know, properly. If you, and you want to get uh, an eyewitness account of it, I suppose you could you could always head to the Schwartz shipyards and see if he's uh, in the mood for talking. Oh, thank you. You've been very helpful. Um, yeah, I shall write a song you. about you. Oh, <laughs> I like songs. I also like drinks. Do you want to get another drink? Uh, not right now, but thank okay. you. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sort of, there's a brief sort of hopeful turn and then he's like, yeah, fair enough. He goes back to drinking. As soon as he leaves, I like the drunken sway just goes and I walk back to the other <laughs> <two. laughs> Nice. So uh, I, re- I relay this about yours. Yeah. We don't need to have that like, chatting character. I just, I relay what he said. So we can go talk to him. Well, it's the only lead we've got. These statues are creepy, but they're not telling me anything new. Right, and I suppose well, going and looking at them would they'll just be scary statues that we're looking at. They won't really be anything else, will they? Mm. Should we go and talk to this, this dwarf? Yeah. Yeah, seems like a good idea. I mean, my dwarvish is fantastic. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. It's flawless. I'm definitely good at this. It's so good. I can order a whole beer in dwarvish. <laughs> Leah, who is halfway, who is halfway through a sausage in a bun, raises an eyebrow. <laughs> well, is your dwarvish any good? <clears throat> uh, no, it's actually not very good at all. <laughs> she shrugs. I know all the parts of a gun in Dwarvish. I stick my tongue out of the She sticks hers back. <laughs> I can say, give us the money or we're going to call the heavies in Dwarvish. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can um, say I can say well, how I much. Know is... How you learnt that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I Dwarvish numbers. I know ish. I know numbers. I can also say how much is that hammer, because that's a sentence that you get taught in yeah. Dwarvish quite early. <laughs> I can tell you how much the hammer is in Dwarvish. Oh, <laughs> Look at the chats we can have in secret that Corson and Leah can't understand. Isn't it lucky? <laughs> you can buy small tools <laughs> from each other. Yeah. Just pass a hammer back and forth. How much is this hammer? It's nothing. Give it back. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a lovely time and learn very little. <laughs> It'll be desperately boring, but very funny. <laughs> well, shall we? Um, I guess shall we try this uh, shipyard if they're yes. yeah, and this all workaholics. Definitely, will speak Joven. <laughs> yes, very much. We're just being dicks, really, aren't we? Um, so you head over, uh, head back away from the, uh, the uh, cathedral over the bridge towards the extensive Schwartz shipyards. Uh, it appears that Oscar Schwartz uh, has really bought out a lot of the maritime industry in this town, uh, which is probably why he can afford to be giving uh, bread and beer to everyone uh, on the mm. New Year, on New Year's Eve. Uh, as things are getting later into the evening, there's you you, hear, you catch there's uh, songs, there's small parades and such. You get the feeling that um, if it weren't for the sponsorship of this of these wealthy patrons, the people probably wouldn't be able to afford uh, uh, celebrations like this in light of the current situation. But seems that for whatever reason they've decided to show off their wealth. Um, you find your uh, so you head over towards the set of dry docks that you saw before, and. Uh, Approaching the entrance, uh, you ask. Uh, you can see that the docks are almost entirely empty. Uh, everyone is. The, it seems that uh, Schwartz has given everyone the night off to celebrate, apart from the security staff. Uh, oh, the yes, indeed, there is a heavy set uh, orc in um, black uh, in black clothing uh, with a prominent cudgel at his belt uh, he steps forward as you approach good evening what can I do for you hello darling we're just looking for a quick chat with our jurist we're friends I cast charm person <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> not blinks messing around. around no <laughs> let's just go for it <laughs> okay sort of blinks for a moment oh well I, th well, I think he's still in. Um, I'm not sure where he is. Uh, Benny! Benny! These people want to speak to yours. They're friends. Uh, and you see, coming from... Uh, sticking... Uh, you can see a head, a bearded head, pops out from beneath uh, the raised hull of a ship uh, where they've been working. And pushing themselves out on a little... On a little um, board with rollers is hmm. a dwarf, four foot eight, slightly ruddy brown hair and beard. And as she kind of picks up, she's got, she would have quite a rosy complexion uh, if there weren't small amounts of just like brushed off tar uh, and grease all over her face and hands. Uh, her hair has been tied back into a tight bun, although several strands have come loose. 
And you can see that her beard has been braided and stuffed into actually a single beard, uh, solid uh, iron beard ring, which um, Celestia and Scamp, you would know, is usually a style of beard jewellery uh, reserved for male dwarves, um, uh, at least as far as classical fashions go. Mm. Uh, she is uh, cur- uh, she's currently uh, garbed in workers' over- overalls. <clears throat> it looks up. Oh! Oh there! Hello. Oh, you Hello. seem you seem to be a fine group of peppers, uh, not peppers, um, people. Yes, we're not peppers. Waddles over to you. Last time I checked. Sticks out. Who a, are you? <laughs> sticks out a, a, a slightly grubby hand. Name's Benilda. Benilda Trothseeker, although most people call me Benny. Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. Oh, an absolute pleasure. She grabs your hand and shakes it and doesn't let go for like 15 like, seconds. I feel like she's really strong and like all yeah. of me. Like, she's, she's quite well built. Um, I kind of flex my fingers when she lets go of me. <laughs> well, hello, Benny. Oh, so, how can I help you? Uh, we're looking for Eurus. Oh, yes, you've been looking for the old man then. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. I think he's up in the office. Oh, what do you want to see him about? I just want to ask him about an old story. Cool. Seems fine with me. All right. If I'd have thought you didn't want to look at the ships. Because <laughs> it looks, uh, it's kind of gestures as you walk along the long, long sort of dry dock towards the staircase up towards the offices, uh, the gantry is where the office is. Uh, looks back at you. So you look like sailing types for the most part. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we don't get me wrong. Ship. You look like you probably. Uh, you, you look like you probably sing for your supper, or maybe you're in a circus. I'm not really clear. I will take uh, both of those as a compliment. Uh, <laughs> I do sing and also sometimes breathe fire now, but not very well. Are you wearing your purple winter coat and full, um, yes. full size? Yeah, yeah. Oh, full shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and that is a very nice festival uh, uh, festival outfit you've got there. I see you've dressed up for the occasion, she says, pointing <laughs> at you, Scamp. I am an adult gnome. <laughs> um. She squinted me for a moment. <laughs> huh, you're very tall for a gnome. Oh, well. And I've not seen horns on a gnome before either. Oh well, uh, <laughs> and you've got cloven feet. Oh well, she <laughs> carries off. <laughs> Coulson just sort of turns to look at Scam like, what? Celestia kind of opens I her mouth. I can't say dwarf, can I? Celestia kind of opens Probably her mouth as though to make no. an excuse, and then just closes it again like, nah, fuck yeah, it. I <laughs> <laughs> really don't care. <laughs> Benny looks over to you, Coulson. And you, I see you've got a nice set of saws there. Um, not saws. It's not the word, is it? Swords. Swords. Not quite. There you go. It Some, sounds nearly the same. Sometimes I, uh, sometimes I get, uh, I get my words wrong. Uh, uh no words. <laughs> You're always close, though. Thank so you. I like to think I often get clothes. So. Uh, you're, so you looking at uh, that nice little tricorn and everything? I'm guessing you're uh, more of a sailing, uh, full-time sailing lad sort of thing. Uh, yes, actually. Um, it's sort of partially about that that we wanted to, uh, to speak to Eurus. Actually. Oh, fantastic! I don't suppose you'd be wanting a ship, uh, unless you're needing for repairs of the existing ship. I assume you've uh, got ship a ship, or how did you get there? We've got uh, a ship. We have. But, yeah, we're uh, good on ships. Oh. Yeah. 
she looks a little crestfallen. That's a shame. I've been looking for someone to to design a ship for. Anyway, I mean, maybe one day. Yeah, might have uh, something to talk to you about that. You want to talk about ships? She turns around and grabs you (laughs) by the lapels. I'm always happy to talk about ships. I can show you some of my designs. Good, grand. I, I think I would very much like that. But first of all, we really do have to speak to, uh, to Eurus. She's like, oh, you're quite right. She's like the spaceship guy in the Lego movie. I love exactly. her so much. Uh, who is also called Benny, I believe. <laughs> no way. I'm pretty sure it's Benny. Is this what smart. you've done? Not on that's purpose. That's amazing. <laughs> sort of removes, claps her hands Am off. I wrong? Sorry. I feel like that's so. Oh, when we need a ship, let's get her to design it. She'll be so happy. Oh, totally. I, like, I love oh, her so much yeah. already. Sorry about that. We've been working... I don't tend to really get get to do a lot of the actual design work, at least not properly. You know, some of the, some of the more recent changes of... Uh, well, they're maybe a little bit untested. I have an idea for... It's it's going to be called like a, like a clapper or something. I haven't got a, a name settled on it yet, but uh, I have some really what ideas about... What does it about, do, the clapper? Oh, it'd just be fast. Really fast. You know, there's been some... Yeah, I go like the clappers. I ex- see what you did there. Ah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So so this thing would clap along. Um, and, I've you know, I've been looking at a lot of designs and I think there's a, some good ways to improve it. Um, like, lots, lots of little things. And if you put them all together, well, I wouldn't be surprised if you could get ships that are... Why, almost twice as fast as the current sailing ships that you've got. I mean, this sounds pretty fucking excellent. We should definitely talk to you in the future about that. Fantastic. This. And if you've got, you know, several thousand uh, gold crowns at some point, we should definitely have a conversation about that. Not yet, but we're getting there. Okay. Interesting. We're saving up. <laughs> yeah. A ship that's twice as fast as anything else that is on the sea would be damn near unbeatable, at least as far as um, being able to hit something and run. Oh! I mean, that's true as well. I was thinking of it as a good way to quickly get tea from Haldanus to here, but that'd work as well. I mean, tea is also very important. Anyway, if you just follow me up these stairs... (laughs) So, Corson's got a slightly distant look in his eye and he is stroking (laughs) his beard. So <laughs> she leads you up uh, a gantry, uh, up some stairs towards a gantry, along the gantry to a uh, one of those offices which is sort of s- uh, built so that it can oversee the whole set of dis- uh, uh, dockyards. Uh, the uh, docks, uh, so the um, office itself is small but quite richly appointed. Uh, you can see there are a number of cabinets. Uh, towards the back, all made out of very fine wood. The desk is made out of rich wood and actually has bronze inlay, which has been polished and burnished, uh, and sat behind it, uh, 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 jotting through a set of ledgers, is a male dwarf about four foot five, dark-skinned, long black hair and very tight traditional braids, you can tell his beard has been carefully combed, maybe oiled, and is kept in a silver and gold beard ring with repeating knot designs. He wears a traditional sort of dwarven outfit consisting of a deep burgundy floor-length robe, an aubergine-coloured sash across his chest diagonally, a silver and gold belt that matches the style of the beard ring, and three rings on his thick, expertly manicured fingers. 
each made of gold and studded with azurite cabochons. Azurite is a gemstone uh, which is a vibrant blue Ooh. sort of stone shot through with green veins. Nice. Um, it sounds very pretty. <clears throat> mm. looks up. Hello. Hi, boss. So it seems there's so there's some people here who want to talk to you about something. I can see that, Benny. Okay. So I'm wondering, if, Benny, how about you get our guests something to drink? Okay. And she sort of <laughs> trundles <laughs> off out. Eurist, um, let's see. Eurist Hallraiser. Celeste nice Stardust, nice to meet you. I hold out a hand. You carefully reaches out it, grasps it, shakes it once, removes it. Claws and Whorehouse at your service. Nods to, to you. Uh, to, to, uh, Leah, Leah Don nods. Looks to you, Scamp. Scamp. Well, you have a good sense of fashion. So you have a good sense of fashion. So it's quite late, and I'm looking forward to going home soon. What can I do for you? We heard that you might be the person to talk to if we wanted any information about the making of the Garden of Statues. He blinks for a moment. <laughs> You mean this, the cursed statues in, uh... Yeah. St. Salacious. That is... Well. I mean... Oh. for information on that and the person who made it happen, potentially? I know it was a while ago, but we hear you might have been around. Good 320 years ago, I was starting my apprenticeship back then. I would have been around about a little bit older than Benny. A little bit more refined, I hope, as well, but she is a... Would I have any idea how old Benny is, or, like, judging dwarf ages? Make an insight check. so young. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the young vibe from them, mm. but insight, okay. Oh, it's uh, 15. Probably in oh, her. Oh, sorry, sixteen. Okay, probably in in her early to mid hundreds, so okay. fairly young for a dwarf, considering dwarves like elves live to around six hundred potentially. Mm. Okay, you know, like so, but yeah, not not under. The equivalent essential. of like eighteen for a human. Uh more like late, uh, like mid mid to late twenties, mm. but okay. yeah, uh, just but she acts a lot younger. Mm. She acts like maybe someone who, like a dwarf of ninety, <laughs> right? Uh, but you would say she's probably yeah, uh, early to mid hundreds. Eurist um, by comparison, you would say later middle age probably is four hundred there thereabouts. Okay. Um, oh, that's an interesting. I mean, I don't deny I was probably the. I'm probably the only person who still remembers that, but that was there. I didn't see too much of it up close, you understand. That's why I'm still alive. Well, yeah, I didn't imagine you were inside or anything. 
Well, that was an interesting affair. There's a sort of curse that went around, and they didn't realise it first, but it later, someone later figured out that people who were were getting touched by people with the curse, and then later they turned to stone, and anyone they touched in the time between had done it. Of course, the Duke herded everyone into the cathedral and just walled it off until the curse had passed. But do you know, you were saying about someone being responsible. That does... And I remember thinking uh, this, what had happened at the time. You see, the first person to turn to stone was the bishop. Mm-hmm. And he had just been caught out in a scandal. Oh. Uh, he'd been... Well, you see, he'd, uh, he'd been cheating on his husband with uh, with an artist, a painter and a sculptor. Uh, and that painter actually disappeared during all of the chaos. Uh, and I remember because he was quite fam- uh, because he was quite famous. I believe the name was Ias Michel Devangelo. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> that was out of character, not in character. <laughs> that would be such a weird thing to do in character. <laughs> That's why I thought I'd better specify. Um, yes, Michelle Devan. Uh, Eve, Michelle Devangelo would be the way forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he vanished out of town, but he wasn't amongst those uh, bodies that were found in. Uh, that were found later turned to stone. So, but I do recall he made a few paintings after those events. So mm-hmm. he probably lived through them. I'm not an I'm not that sort of art collector though. You'd probably want to speak to an art dealer or collector, who might know that sort of thing. They might have more information on him. Uh, I do know a couple of people. There's a fellow I know who's a big collector of art in Alessant, uh, by the name of Gunter. Uh, oh, no, I've met him. I think we've crossed paths with him. But he might also, as I'm assuming you can we get any... We are talking the friendly orc, yes? Yes, yeah. I believe he runs a perfume, Marie. Yeah. Um, I, you could also try talking to my employer, Oscar uh, Schwartz. He's quite a collector of fine art as well. Although he's a little bit harder to get to. I imagine he'll be quite busy tonight, but perhaps you could speak to him in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these people might be able to get us more information on who the painter was dealing with? Is that what Yes, I think that's probably the way. I mean, bear in mind, this is something that happened three centuries ago. But, that's the, the, but I have thought about it since. And it seems that if he was... Uh, if someone was responsible for starting it with the disappearance and everything, it seems he would be a likely culprit. Perhaps you can find out a bit more uh, by finding out a bit more about uh, Michel Devangelo. Right. Okay. I'm sorry that I can't really do a lot more. I'm a shipwright. <laughs> It's okay. Of course. It was a long time ago as well. It's all right. I mostly busy myself these days with being the finest shipwright in Porto Sals and uh, spending my hard-earned money. 
which is what I tend to do tonight when I go home and get drunk. (laughs) Sounds fantastic. Enjoy. If you've been here for uh, uh, for a fair few centuries, then were you here in oh, what would it have been? 1792, when the Kraken hit. One moment. This is something. This is me. This is me checking my Kraken attack notes. Kraken notes. Yeah. I I have um, a Kraken timeline because Corson has one. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be 1792 because it it's that was five years ago. Um, okay. That would. Uh, uh, oh, would it be like 1692 maybe? But there might be one for 1692. Oh, sorry. Can oh, you check your Kraken timeline? Because it says. Um, uh, Kraken Rex Porter Cells. Ah, in, uh, that was 1779 in... at the start of the Thirteen Years' War. Yes. Right. Um, and so yeah, it's... actually, it's, it, cause this is the thing, because looking around the city, and this is something I forgot to mention, I really didn't, uh, now that you look around it, you can see there is a lot of new build in uh, Porter Cells. There's very cells. little that's old. That makes there's sense. There's very yeah. little that's old. Uh, and in fact, mm. he says, well, I guess that oh, was... Oh, God, it's Plymouth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, yes, that, that was actually... Um, that that was the start of the Thirteen Years' War, and I was there, and oh, ancestors and spirits and Moradin be praised, uh, I have made it through alive. Uh, it was actually around that, it was uh, in the wake of that, that uh, Oscar stepped in and rebuilt a lot of the city, and also bought out a lot of it in the process to rebuild on it. They've done a good job. I suppose you heard about what happened in Kion. He nods slowly. Indeed. That was a great tragedy. It was very bad. Although here, if uh, if I understand it correctly, was one of the few uh, examples of where the Navy was actually able to fend it off. Indeed, at first, although that... Wow, that's impressive. Although the weakness yeah. that... Uh, it caused, gave the excuse to start the Thirteen Years' War, by all accounts. Left the Navy weak enough to begin uh, to put Seoul in a disadvantage and allow it to stretch out for so long. Honestly, though, it is, if it weren't for the wealth that was brought in, I imagine that... Uh, Porto Celts might have gone the way of, say, Barnacle Point or Monraven. Yeah, I reckon so. But, uh. Well. If you were here what, uh, when it happened, uh, do you remember anything about how the, uh, the Navy was able to actually fend it off? More or less by luck, to a degree. The There were a number of... Uh, I remember the strangest thing. Lightning striking many times in the same place. Five times. Yeah. Five times. Yes, that exactly. And it destroyed the uh, coastal fort. But it wasn't quite complete enough. And there weren't just by chance enough ships in the area that they were able to hold things at bay. They managed to stretch the fight out for about three days, long enough for the other ships to start coming in. And it was only when, and the fighting went on for about 
the better part of oh, half a week or maybe a little more. Fuck. Before it yeah. seemed to, they seemed to be able to drive it off. That's a lot of ships. But it was more about getting the ships together. You see, they kept them in piecemeal, dribs and drabs. And the way they survived was trying to keep out of its range. Sort of a hit and run. Coming in, attacking, and then fleeing again. Yes, because it would have just ripped a blockade to pieces. But very fast ships. Indeed. Have you been talking to Benny? Yes. <laughs> yes. She is always talking about... Uh, she's always talking about faster ships. <laughs> uh, I admire the girl's enthusiasm, but... She's great. She is... My... She makes for a good apprentice. I was going to ask if she was your apprentice. Apprentice. Uh, my sons are all uh, in the back of the mountain homes. He looks down a little bit. Um, I couldn't bear to remarry after my wife passed. I can understand that. But uh, it's nice to have a young one around. She lives with. She lives in. Uh, a section of the house attached to mine. Yeah, you've got to have somebody to keep you on your toes. <laughs> quite so, and she is quite quite smart. Quite smart, I'll give her that. Imagine she's a lot of fun. Roll an yeah. insight check. I did not mean it like that, but it came out like that. <laughs> well, that's good, actually, for me. 17. You notice just a flick from him where he glances towards the cabinets. Um, with, uh, before refocusing on you. <laughs> no, she's certainly very, very interesting person. Good, lots of that. Uh, always, uh, always willing to talk about interesting things. Right. So, quite fine. Just a bit tired. I think I'm about ready to go home. Uh, if you want to talk more about um, the uh, the business or anything else, though, I have, I've... I have a couple more questions. If well, you don't mind, carry on bit of a long shot going back to the time of the petrifications you don't by any chance remember a little girl called Olga anywhere who went missing do you? Olga thinks for a moment shakes his head nope just out of interest my second question is, what's in that cabinet that you're looking at? Those are ship designs and those are confidential. Oh, I was just curious. That's all right. Fair enough. You know, it's... Sorry. No, just... you don't have to tell me your designs. It's fair enough. Well, I wasn't going to. Industrial espionage <laughs> is a real thing. No, it is. I, to be fair, if you showed them to me... <laughs> you really wouldn't have anything to worry about. I wouldn't know what the fuck I was looking at. <laughs> Even so. Oh no, very no. At which point? <laughs> ah, speaking of which, uh, Benny, and you see, Benny has returned with uh, several uh, with with a bottle of uh, some of unlabeled of some sort of unlabeled amber liquid Perfect. and several uh, small, yes. very small, uh, <laughs> uh, small uh, tumblers, which he fills up. Yes, it. Well, I was I will be all going on my way now home, but he raises his. A happy new year to you all. Happy new year to and you. And a happy new year to you. Clink. Clinks. And Clink. He knocks his back. Glug. 
Do you? Yes. Yep. Roll a constitution save. This is dwarven no. whiskey. Both of them. Hey. <laughs> I have advantage because poison. That's yeah. really good. I <laughs> just rolled an advantage for no reason, so I will roll again. 16. Um, it's pretty 16. Good for me. 13. Okay, you all just about stuck. Like, you all. Managed to stomach it without Leah being. Back. Uh, I, she knocked his back and she rolled a nineteen. Uh, okay. cool. <clears throat> Although she does go. <clears throat> oh, that's the good stuff. <clears throat> Indeed, it's very it is. nice whiskey. Uh, you see, uh, Benny is kind of not uh, uh, has sipped it as. Oh yes, it's a lot of fun. I kind of uh, encourage you to try it. This, uh, I thought I might get the good stuff. That's fine, Benny. I'm going home. I'll see you later tonight. Oh sure, I might. I'll pop home after the New Year's thing, though. If that's all right, that's fine. You get some rest, or not, as the case may be. I don't care. I'm going home. <laughs> you see, Eurist picks himself up and have a good night. And yourselves enjoy the New Year's celebrations. And thank you for the stories. You not, and um, makes his way out, and the uh, and so Benny kind of looks at you. So, looking forward to the New Year celebrations. Yes. What Great. are they? Oh, well, we do a lot of drinking and a lot of dancing. Sorry, no, sorry. Oh, well, we do a lot of drinking and a lot of dancing. And then um, then there'll be some fireworks. Um, so I know we have serious work to do, but it appears we can't really do anything until we can find an art dealer tomorrow morning. So do you want to just get pissed and have a new year? Because that sounds like so much fun. I think that's uh, uh, a reasonable idea. Do you mind uh, just sending to uh, uh, to Molly if you uh, if you can? Of course, darling. I feel I feel like it's uh, only right. You want to tell a happy new year? Yeah. I tell you what, because it's New Year and we're not doing anything particularly important for the rest of the day, how about I send one to Molly and one to Little Causing, saying Happy New Year from Daddy. Yeah, although maybe... You might be a bit freaked maybe, out. We've never done it to him before, have we? I was going to say, send one to Molly first explaining what you're going to do. She can then explain it to him. Okay. So I get... Should we, yeah. should we abstract that? We'll abstract this. You, send, you send uh, yeah. a, a, a Happy New Year to Molly. As, yeah, Happy New Year. Send love and also mm. say... Might send a little cause in. Is that all right? But, yeah. Yeah. Basically. I've t- uh, I'll tell him it's fine. Happy New Year. Uh, so give my husband my love. Uh, that's the wrong accent. <laughs> uh, give, happy New Year. Give my husband my love. Uh, and basically, yeah, gives permission and says... Uh, and happy New Year to the three of you as well. Oh. Uh, and then you sent a little cause in and you get a... Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, oh. Waste like five words just... <laughs> just fucking about. Oh, uh, 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 oh. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, I, tell, I, tell I love you, like, Dad. Oh. I love you, Pa. Uh, I've got... Uh, there, there was a ship... And we're going to see the fireworks again, and then there is a and runs out of words. I basically I'm going to say that I told him basically the same thing. We yeah. were on a we we're on a really big ship. We're watching fireworks. Like everything's great. Your dad loves you. Happy New Year is basically what I said to him. <laughs> um, I said tentacles. That was pretty much the cutest thing that's ever happened to me, and we should send to him more often. 
his <laughs> there was a ship at some point and he's seeing some fireworks and he loves you very much and happy new year basically i'm sorry that you didn't get to hear that because it was genius <laughs> <laughs> okay uh causing in spite of himself you see there's a uh, a single tear nah. that he wipes away i give i kneel down and give him a hug like a really big tight hug he returns it and he says thank you very much like, are we still at the ship, Blythe? <laughs> you are. I will see... Is Benny the, still there? Benny is still there. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. It is, isn't it? It's lovely. Also, Benny, come imagine. get drunk with us. Yes. Come get pissed with us. You seem like a good time. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and maybe we can talk about... And did I hear right that your son likes ships? Because I could, you know, uh, we've got these Tell lovely... Tell me everything. Okay. Rolling intelligence. I want to draw pictures. Rolling um, intelligence <laughs> check to see how much you absorb, scamp. She goes on a bit of uh, at length. I'm going to use tides because why the fuck not? Okay. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. It's a seven. You don't get a lot of it, but it seems like. I absorb a, a lot of alcohol. You yeah. absorb a lot of alcohol instead. Um, I love that you tied that of <laughs> all the things. Uh, is, anyone, is anyone else sort of paying attention to uh, nah. you know, what she's saying? Yeah. I would be. Okay, Colson, uh, roll an insight check. Oh boy. Uh, that will be an eight. Yeah, no. There is a lot of gabbling about uh, about ship construction and uh, designs she's made, and how she's looking to make more designs, and how she's you know, like if she can get the money together, she'd really love to do some. Although right now, uh, oh, if I get the money together, I'd really like to do some. Although right now, of course, Yuris wants to stick with the more tried and true designs, and only some of the designs that I have uh, come up with, you know, just the ones that make for small advances, but not the really uh, risky ones, because apparently Oscar doesn't want anything too risky, because that'll be a problem. It continues. <laughs> Just um, like in a stream. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, sp- uh, uh, you spend the evening, uh, the remaining uh, couple of hours of the evening before the uh, uh, b- before New Year's, drinking, I dancing. I smoke opium. Yeah. And I smoke opium. I have a pipe hanging out my mouth. And whenever yeah. I can, I play my guitar and find places to do a few songs. Just to do some fucking barding. I haven't any barding Yeah, roll a performance check with advantage because of that guitar because you have a a unique instrument. Yeah. A performance check with advantage. Come on, dice. Oh. That is a goddamn fucking natural 20. Yes! On the Stardust dice from the Pointy Tail. Yes! Okay. Thank you, Pointy Tail, if you're listening. (laughs) I mean, um, incidentally, you make 12 gold pieces, although to you that's not really a lot, but to everyone else it is. I'm still happy. Yeah, that is a... Because you are busking on New Year's Eve in the middle of a festival with a truly unique sound and you manage to start a whole set of dancing uh, 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 dancing and festivities all around where you're doing it and I'm doing the, I'm doing the rock and roll thing there's a pipe of opium hanging out my mouth I'm swigging from a bottle of whiskey like some yeah. of the time as well yeah. like, I'm just fucking going for it yeah, you manage to get, you just get this uh, this whole face around you, and as New Year as the New Year's celebrations uh, reach their crescent, you hear sort of someone has been like someone has uh, uh, ha- like there is a, there is actual an actual clock tower, and people can see the uh, the hands creeping down, and someone's just kind of paying attention to this. 
You see someone in the clock tower signaling madly, and the chant starts up. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. And on one, there is just... Just an explosion of various different fireworks. Scout, roll a d100. Ah! <laughs> of course. Because... <laughs> Last time fireworks went off, everything was terrible, so that actually makes so much sense. Ah, come here, where's my... I just dropped it, there it is. Uh, 70. Okay, uh, there is... Uh, uh, so, I've mentioned that there's this whole, like, uh, per, this whole festivities and dancing and everything around Celestia, and you're around Celestia, and so is everyone else, and suddenly, like, the about a about a sixth of the crowd just vanishes Oops. including oh, you oh, and happened? all the party all of you are invisible for a minute <laughs> or oh, uh, is Coulson invisible yeah. Yeah, everyone is invisible it's fine there's, there's just keep dancing oh, oh, it's gonna keep playing oh, oh. fuck it make a perform roll a performance check to try and keep this this crowd under control just normal one yeah 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 I'm gonna say you can't that. see the guitar so also, a kind of disadvantage for for for, for the so situation. Strange, yeah. So, um, twenty-two. <laughs> Somehow, you manage to keep the rhythm up enough that when you all reappear, there is. Uh, I'm so- just thinking things like we're all drunk and it's fine. We're all high and it's fine. Bye. Happy New Year. We're invisible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see several people uh, re- uh, sort of cheer uh, at the end of that song as they reemerge from visibility. Um, and make a... I'm gonna, like, hide before I come back just so no one's looking at me when we reappear. They make a curious sign that you've never seen before, sticking up uh, their little and index fingers as a pair of horns in the air. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Is that me? (laughs) Several members of the crowd do. I do it back. Okay, there's a... I don't know what it means, but I do it back. A cheer. This is the oh, someone thing. has to draw this. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Mm. Ooh, this is why I was a bad. Ah. Um, f- also, Coulson is going to go, well, that was a new experience. It was. This guitar is the best thing in the world. It's wonderful. No, I mean, just not being able to be seen. That's just, wow. <laughs> See, at yeah, this point... It's the second time for me. I'm a veteran of invisibility. Celeste so is pissed and high by this point. <laughs> um, yeah, the... Uh, uh, Benny sort of is leaning, sort of has her shoulder, her arm wrapped around, uh, wraps her arm around Scamp's shoulders. Ah, oh, I thought I was just blind drunk, but that's actually even better. You're so blind drunk that you actually couldn't see yourself. What was happening? That makes yep. sense. That Let's makes go sense. With that. Let's go with that. And after about uh, after about another hour, the sort of partying I winds down. I would like to ask Leah to dance at some point in the evening. From a like decent amount of space distance, like I don't want to. She smiles, extends her hand, mm-hmm. uh, and you t- uh, t- takes yours, and the pair of you uh, begin a uh, begin a lively, uh, high spirited uh, sort of jig. Oh. <laughs> um. I'm going to take advantage of the fact that Benny's slightly drunk and say, so what's the average um, uh, ship of the line cost these days? Oh, you're on the ship of... So a ship of the line, like a 
full on. Like, are we talking? What sort of rate are we talking? Because if we were talking like a, uh, if I was talking like a, uh, like 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 a fifth rate, you uh, you'd be looking at. I mean, for the hull itself, um, with the cannons and everything, you'd be looking somewhere between fifteen, about fifteen thousand. I want to see. Like, yeah, about 10,000 for a sloop of war and then 15,000 for a fifth-rate frigate. And then it starts to climb pretty quickly from there. If you're looking for something like a third-rate, which is sort of the level that I want to build, but faster, much faster, with lots of... And with changes to the sails, you'd be looking about 40,000. Right. That's sort, well, so, sort of your ideal warship. Yeah, it, uh, it um, makes you wonder. Uh, I mean... The... There aren't that many of them, but the first rates have got to be like um, into the oh you know, those silly money. No, those are those are very silly money. I've looked at some of the like those are just under a hundred thousand, and mostly they're useful for 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 serving as carriers for the for for the giant eagles. Um, yeah, I've heard that. They don't go anywhere fast. That uh, them, uh, and you sort of chatter around about on this topic for a bit, but eventually. Uh, over the next hour the partying begins to wind down and uh, Benny asks okay I'm so, so I'm kind of pissed do you guys mind escorting me home yeah okay. that's not a problem sure if you it's want, probably on our way back to the ship anyway if you want a sober person to do it you're talking to the wrong person but yeah sure well what would be the point of having a sober person to be drunk with this seems stupid doesn't it we don't have a car so there's no one to be a designated driver True. No one That's needs to drive true. horses. <laughs> she throws up into a, <laughs> into. You are drunker than so me. So much for the famed dwarven constitution. <laughs> Someone's drunker than me. I pre-drank before we set out. <laughs> Never a good idea, darling. We all Although did. Although the most economic. True, and I'm saying this like I've had lots of nights out. I really haven't. This is oh. one of the few. <laughs> <laughs> that or it was the curry. Could have gone either way. Anyway, if we go this way and then that way, and and she begins uh, and she leads you back uh, through a series uh, th- through the site, uh, various streets towards a nicer sort of part of town, uh, where uh, and towards a smaller sort of townhouse, uh, impeccably kept, except. As you approach, I'm dying. As you uh, as, as you approach, there is a you immediately notice uh, something is wrong, and uh, Benny herself seems to almost snap a little bit so more sober. She stumbles forward towards the the, the nice sort of brick townhouse, and you can see the front door has been torn. Uh, has been knocked in, partially torn off its hinges. Oh, fuck. She stumbles qu- quickly into the house. Yurist? Yurist! Um, do you follow in after her? Yeah. Okay, oh, following yes. in after her, you see signs that the house has been ransacked. Drawers have been pulled open, contents taken. Um, there is... Uh, uh, there. Uh, there there have been uh, furn- pieces of furniture knocked over in the struggle to get to things. And there is no sign at all of Eurist. And as you sort of find yourself looking around at the scene of devastation and the missing dwarf, 
we can begin any investigation you might want to take next week. Oh. oh interesting. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. I know the risks. I'm not insane. But I still have to play this game. If I go on, then I'll change more. I'm not the girl I was before. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Cassinier. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.